1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC.
2: Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses offers, and contests. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, guys. Welcome in. Trade deadline special. Super special. Two o'clock. We're going to take you right till three o'clock. Garden crew here. Uh, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, um, and... uh, all right, let's see what happens. We know so just to catch people up, uh, we already jumped on the stream, Bobby and I, at around 12, just shortly after 12 o'clock. And at that point, the Celtics had made a move, a single move, uh, and one that was expected to be, um, maybe the first domino to fall, which would have been, uh, Evan Fournier coming to the Celtics. Um, it is now two o'clock, there's an hour till the NBA trade deadline. The Celtics are. Everything is as quiet as it can possibly be. I haven't heard the Celtics mentioned in anything in a long time. Uh, last reports we got were that maybe um, they could be looking to trade uh, big because uh, some teams were interested. Uh, you're hearing nothing on names like Lonzo, nothing on names like uh, John Collins at all. No buzz at all. Nada. And so uh, right now it is really trending towards the Celtics. It looks like the Celtics might be done. Uh, and if that's the case, we'll have to judge this move uh on its own merit as the only thing that they're going to do uh, this year, which I know is not going to thrill a lot of fans. I think all three of us actually don't think it's a bad move and we do think it makes them better now. So uh, Bobby, you're, you know uh, you know, you were the most vocal when we were talking about it earlier, just break break down uh, what the Celtics are getting in Fournier.
0: Well, you're getting a couple of different things. You're getting a shooter first and foremost. He's a, rock solid suit shooter. Some nights great uh, can get to the basket a little bit, might be able to generate a few more free throws for you and can be a secondary ball handler off of Jason Tatum off of Jalen Brown. This is a guy that has generated five free throws a game with Orlando this year on the ball. And he's going to be shooting wide open shots. I mean, he's been a guy that has been keyed in all year with the magic as one of their yep. top options. And he's still shooting 39% um, defense. There's ups and downs with him. I know Goodman tweeted out that he had a source uh, rate him as a good defender. I think that's fair, and I think what's important to consider too is the Magic are one of the worst teams in the league this year. But when Fournier's on the court, they're a net even, which would indicate that they're getting by on both ends of the floor with him better than they have been, you know, into any other options out there this year. He's a really good fit in this offense. He can work on the ball, off the ball. He's 28 and. As I said earlier, I think there's some real uh, sense that the Celtics can either move him during the offseason effectively or keep him here long term, which I think both would be good options ultimately. And he's 6'7", yep. which I don't think a lot of people realize too. There's real size there. And Jimmy, I want your take. I just
2: want to add something to Bobby. 6'7", I don't know if he starts right out of the gate because they have no time to practice and chemistry is going to be an issue. But this is a natural fit in the starting lineup with the two Jays, Kemba Walker in a big, uh, depending on who's left on the roster when this is all said and done, but presumably Tice if he doesn't get moved. I, and that's a much better lineup than what they're doing. And at this point, it looks like Marcus Smart is staying at least through, the, uh, through this season. So now you have him in your uh, second unit Uh, along with who the hell knows what else is really going to go there, obviously, at this point. Um, But Fournier obviously adds that depth. He's also very good on handoffs and pick and roll. So there are different things that he can do. He can score on all three levels. I think that's important for this team. Uh, 19 points a game in Orlando Uh, for this team is really more of a fourth option. So I think this is a guy you can count on for 13, 14 points a night, which, again, we're talking about it. We talked about it, Jimmy. This This guy versus in terms of this season improvements it's fournier minutes versus semi Ojele minutes and it's not really really close at all in terms of uh offensive production so uh, just jimmy your thoughts on on fournier
1: yeah so you can look at it in a few different ways right so in a vacuum this is a great trade i mean you gave up two second round picks essentially nothing um in terms of you know assets. And you brought in a player who is a starter, is averaging, you know, around 20 points a game, whether or not he averages that in Boston. Um, he's a proven scorer, proven veteran, by all accounts, uh, a good personality. Um, I don't want to say he's a locker room guy because I don't know that, but I'm assuming that he is based on what I've read and what I've seen other people say about him. Um, I think he's underrated. Obviously, playing in Orlando, he hasn't gotten a, a ton of publicity. Um, I haven't even gotten to do my – my. Uh, my youtube highlight reel yet so i, I was gonna ask you. did you
0: get the all positive tape yet
1: <laughs> I, I didn't get the all positives yet i'm working on it um there's less out there uh than there was for for uh, aaron gordon obviously you don't have some of those highly reel dunks but you're getting a player than bobby mentioned i mean he can score he's a shooter um he's gonna fit in john mentioned this is going to fit in very nicely in the starting lineup as that as that you know wing swing type player so they're going to be able to do more of a traditional lineup there um, I think also, and I just retweeted Brian Rob, listen, they made this trade. First of all, it does make them better, right? That's obvious. Yep. Cause he's not a semi and he's not a Javante green and all, <laughs> the, all those guys that they've been signing. He makes them better this year where it gets hairy now is okay. Danny H has gone on the radio and said, we're not going to trade for a player that's in the last year of his deal and that who can cash in, in the off season, and we're not going to go over the cap. Well, what do you do with this move? Exactly. Both of those things. So I'm very interested to see how it plays out from here. I think they do want to re-sign him. I think that's probably the whole point of this because while it does make them better, it doesn't make them the Nets. It doesn't make them the Bucks. It doesn't make them, you know, these these top tier teams. It does make them better. It does make them a tough out uh, for sure. But I think that they're looking further than this year with that deal now.
2: Or you sign and trade him and create a what?
1: Exactly. That's Trouble, what i reached. Just what I retweeted from Brian Rob. They they can trade him for another drum roll TPE. Yes, they can do that. So is it kind of like kicking the can down the curb a little bit? Maybe it's not going to be the same number of TPE. So it's a smaller TPE and therefore less valuable. Plus you
2: you're
0: 11 million and you, that
2: you right.
1: are. You, you can't combine them though. I know. Combine yeah, that's
0: them. a tricky but thing. You got like five. Thing. Thing. You got four. You got. A, you, you, you can't combine any one. of them.
1: You do get one, and you don't just lose it. I know Bobby's been screaming into the camera for the last few months. If they don't use it, they're just gonna lose it. So now, theoretically, they could. You get another year, yeah. (laughs) Open up a new one, yes. Now I know that's not what Celtics fans typically, you know, theoretically want, and I don't think it's what what we want. And when you're talking about the TBE, I think a lot of fans thought, and we tried to tell them, we did try to tell, but I think a lot of fans thought that they could get back this twenty-eight million dollar level player with the TBE. Well, it's not the case. You're gonna get somebody's. We used the word "junk." I'm not going to say Fournier is junk, but he's a no. player they didn't want. Deal. A player they didn't want. An expiring player they didn't want. And you—it's almost up like nothing. we knew
2: what we were talking about, Jimmy.
1: Right. The only thing we we didn't we we said was that you're going to have to give something with the TPE. They really didn't have to in this case, which is which is a, a well, positive no.
2: And, it was either or, Jimmy. Something for a player like Gordon, which we haven't fully gotten into. But uh, you know, if you don't right. know the news yet, I'm going to break something to you in a minute. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, you would um, need to give it was something, something real something. for Gordon uh or for a player of his caliber which would have been you thought. I mean, I guess there was talk there. If you see that what the deal was, yes, Denver gave up real things for him. So absolutely you had to give up something real or right. nothing for nothing in the TPE for something a team just wanted to get off its books which they did and they're fine.
1: And, exactly, and that was door. And this exactly, is the best player beating. that could have
2: gotten under those circumstances. I think the Absolutely. best player available for two second round picks and virtually nothing but a piece of paper.
1: Right. So it doesn't it, it 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 doesn't really necessarily hurt them by making the deal, unless you ended up with a situation where this megastar was available and you know the TPE that they had before they used it on Fournier would have been you know the perfect fit for it. Now that that that's a rare. Circumstance that you know might not happen. And that was the risk of holding on to it and doing nothing. So I think Bob people like Bobby are very happy today because he said it would have been, you know, absolutely unacceptable if if they didn't do anything today. They did, and based on what we know on the hard cap and the luxury tax and the roster spots, it sounds like, and Bobby, I'm sure you could talk about this in depth. It sounds like they're not, they they can't be done, right? They they've got to do something to to avoid the tax. Well, they're two million the-
2: from the hard cap right now, so there's not much else they can do. They can move something out and still get so a player move like
1: things out,
2: right? You, so that's you could theoretically still trade for John Collins, who's only a three million dollar salary currently, right now, but you'd have to you still have to move something out and you got to create roster space because they're already over 15. So something's gonna happen. I do want to add to Jimmy's thing though, as we say they're doing it with nothing, and then Bobby jump in here on all of the all of the cap stuff. Um, this is still, you know, like we said, when when Hayward left the deal became and it just keeps growing it was well hayward is really tristan thompson uh and the tpe so now hayward has become tristan thompson and evan fournier um in four seconds and 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 you gave up four seconds as well i and and so fournier could in turn become something else down the road so you're going to keep kicking this can down the road you don't really know at the end of the day and you're always going to compare that versus Miles Turner and Dougie McDermott because you think you could have gotten them theoretically. So I don't know. You can make an argument right now. This team might need a Fournier more than they need a Miles Turner. So, you know, in, in terms of yeah. going back on whether that deal should have been made, you know, Turner, yes, was a long-term asset that you could have theoretically done something with. Um, and, you know, maybe an all more, more valuable more. player. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it's a different conversation. But you're right. Now things get a little tricky in terms of what they can do next, Bobby. And we do—we should tell people, and again, because it's clear, um, Aaron Gordon's gone. When Fournier happened, you thought the next domino was possibly Gordon. Denver gave him a better package than I think what the Celtics could have come up with, um, which is RJ Hampton, which you can call that a wash with Aaron Nesmith or Romeo. It's a young unknown. Bobby likes him better. But, you know, I think it's roughly the same. He went 24th. Neesmith went 14th. Neither is doing anything at the pro level right now. So that's a projection. Gary Harris was an up-and-coming or a really trending player who got a good deal, whose numbers have kind of gone down since he signed him, but certainly a better young player than anything the Celtics could have put up there in terms of ready-made NBA talent and a first-round pick that's probably five slots lower than what the Celtics are going to give you. But all in Mm -hmm. all, probably a more competitive offer than what the Celtics could have given.
0: Yeah, I, I... I really confused about that one because I didn't think the Magic wanted to creep closer to the luxury tax than they have to. Right. I'm not sure if they're over at this point because of that trade, uh, but effectively swapping Fournier out and taking Harrison is what they've done here. So that works out as kind of a net even salary wise. So I understand right. why they did it. The pick isn't great, it's 2025 and it's uh, protected. But R.J. Hampton, I think, is the real deal. He hasn't played much this year, so that's why you haven't seen anything from him this year. But he was one of the guys who I was stunned fell in the draft as far as he did. He was a top-10 prospect coming into the year when he went out to New Zealand. He played with pros at 18-19, which I think is always going to be a tough thing for a guy to go through at that age. So people who were sour on him over that, I think, overreacted a little bit. He is... Uh, just a phenomenal athlete uh, above the rim player gets to the basket handles the ball all that stuff like there's star potential there in him
2: sure but i mean again i i think most nba teams don't view him as any different than neesmith at this point he's, he's a, a project guy who, for sure yeah he's a guy who went 24th for a reason uh, you know uh, some scouts might have thought or media types thought he was going higher but he he fell 23 teams passed on him um and, uh, and he, at this point has done nothing cause he's not playing.
0: So my question is here, did the Celtics get beat because Hampton got involved in a pick, or did they get beat because they refused whatsoever to include smart, which could my have gone is, either way.
2: My guess is, um, and again, I don't know about Jimmy, if you think differently, my guess is in this case, they had to view Hampton as a greater asset than Neesmith and mm. Harris as a
0: greater uh, asset than smart. Um, I I, I think it's possible both were true, though, and that Smart wasn't involved and this offer beat whatever Lobos. Right, but I'm saying even if the Celtics'
2: Celtics equivalent to this would have been a first Smart and Neesmith, um, which is a fair amount to give up, and I think that this is a better offer. Um, for, for for Orlando. So if that was the best, then the Celtics would have had this go into two first-round picks or possibly Rob in place of Nismith just to equal this trade. Now you're giving up the store. So that would have been a ton. I think if the Celtics fans today were saying bye to Rob Williams, Marcus Smart, Aaron, and two first-round picks, and they got Aaron Gordon in return, they might be like,
1: Ugh, is that was that good? This would be a therapy session, I think. Right. <laughs> if that was the case. There'd be everyone would be lying down on the couches right now, would be trying to talk to them and making sure that they weren't, you know, going over the, over the edge. But um, you're right. I think that was a better package. I think the Celtics, at the end of the day, and what we what we've been saying is they're not gonna go. Danny Ainge isn't going to go, you know, super heavy on a guy like Aaron Gordon. He's not gonna sell everything for Aaron Gordon. He's not going to make a panic move. I don't think this, this 4 trade isn't a panic. It's not a panic move. This is, you know, it this, was essentially free. Like, yeah, this feels like a smart, you know, business decision more than anything else. Then, you know, assuming that they can standard the tax, and I'm sure that they can figure that out. You know, I'm not worried about that. Um, but this wasn't like, let's sell off, you know, smart and two first and you know, NeSmith and sell low on Langford and all this stuff. It, this wasn't that. They can pretty much. They pretty much have the same. They not pretty much. They they do have all the same assets they have, minus some of that TPE to make another trade if they wanted to, whether it's today or in the off season. Whether they want to deal smart in the off season, they can still do that. Maybe Fournier, Fournier makes smart even more expend, expendable than he was, you know, yesterday. I think that's that's ter- certainly the truth. If they're in, if their intention is to re-sign Fournier, and deal smart and bring on maybe a, a another sort of a guard or a point guard i know we've talked about lonzo ball and i see him in in the comments section here and john would you know go, go you know his goo goo gaga over lonzo ball it's gonna me. happen but it allows you the the options it allows you the possibilities to still to still make that happen where bobby was like trade seven picks for player x and be done with it and then you're yeah, bobby, like okay this is your me- team
2: can we admit you might have lost your mind a little bit uh, with these seven picks? There's no, nobody's giving – for anything available at the I deadline. I never said seven. I said three. I know, but I mean Seriously. you said
1: seven. A hundred times you said seven. You, well, you for said,
2: You said Vuce, Vucevic was three, and he only got no, two. No, I think he
1: said four. I think he even said I four. said, I said four, four for
0: Vucevic,
1: three think,
2: for Gordon. Can we now see that nobody does that, and, like, two picks is usually the max unless you're going for a superstar player and it's three? Teams just don't do that. You're not trading. You're not trading first-round picks six years into the future. It's just six and eight years into the future. It's just not what teams do. Well,
0: teams do do it when they really want a guy because that the puts Thunder you might the really want on. a guy. The Thunder
1: might yeah. be able to do it now. So that's what I was asking
0: about price, yesterday. Right. Do the Celtics really want Gordon? It seems like they didn't. They were willing to take him for the right price. I, look, like I said it's what I. I mean, look, Bobby. I. I, I, I
2: think I've been saying this from the get-go. Uh, in this sport or any sport, again, a good general manager sets a price. If, if if you believe that piece is going to get you over a hump and possibly get you a title, you overpay by 10 20% if you need to. And that's what happens at the deadline. It's always an overspend. But Danny Ainge is building for uh, the future right now. And again, you set your price, you set your value, and you don't go bananas. If he ended up saying, I got to have Gordon at all costs, and like we said, gave away multiple firsts and Rob Williams in this deal, I think he loses the deal. And I think Celtics fans are pissed as a result of it. So again, that's the whole point of drawing that line is this is what it's worth to me. And yeah, maybe so and if push comes to shove and we're close and we're at the door, that's where you can okay, I'll give in on this last demand if that's what it's going to take. But I, again, it's I just to see to match this deal. I don't think they could get there. I don't think they could have gotten there.
0: Let's wait and see what they ultimately do to finish all this out. But this goes back to what I've talked about the cost of not doing something because does Thompson ultimately cost a first round pick to dump? It, it, obviously the baseline here was going to be a first round pick. So if it was two picks and you're able to get Thompson off in a deal like this, that's what you would be doing anyway. And then you talk about smarts value is smarts value higher today than it's going to be over the off season. It's certainly possible. So by doing this, do you have to pay more to dump Thompson late? Or by not doing this, do you have to pay more to dump Thompson later? Do you get less for smart? Do these assets start to expire a little bit? And there's even a little bit of t- uh, talk of Tice today. I-, I told you guys over and over again, the time the deal Tice as a high value guy and it would be now. And it seems like teams would be interested around the league. Now I'd rather keep him than Thompson. But if you can trade both and get some other good stuff in here through roster spots, it's a creative way to do it. I still wonder, and Hollinger's been speculating this now too in his athletic piece. How do you get out of that tax? Because the Celtics are 3 6 over now, by my estimation. And how do you clear a roster spot for him? He seems to think it's green, but green makes what, a million bucks? So that doesn't clear you the tax.
2: No, but uh, you're right. And, you know, it might be Teague also. Um, and uh, so if, I, don't know if that, I don't know if that gets you there. It's pretty close. A couple um, other
1: things going on around. Um, I'm seeing that the Raptors traded Matt and Thomas to the Jazz for a future second round pick. They're trying R- to obviously unload, not unload, but they're trying to get rid of Lowry. So, oh, they're full sales, yeah. Spot. Selling
2: Rondo close yeah. to the clips right now.
0: Rondo, oh, huh? Okay.
2: Rondo close to moving to the Clippers, uh, right now. That's that's uh, something I've seen. They wanted season.
0: to do that in the offseason, but couldn't get it done. That would be a yeah. good move for them. So, that's it. But again, it's we are 40 minutes out, and
2: I Can't tell you the last thing that mentioned the Celtics here. It is quiet and it's quiet for a reason um, that I think they might be done. And I do think that people um, and again, I see it in the comments right now is a little bit of frustration um, in terms of hoping for some sort of magic move. Uh, You know, doesn't look like it's coming. uh, There's no
0: magic move coming, but they they have stuff to sort out here. There's something that at least is going to be worth talking about coming here.
1: They've got to – I mean, again, they, they do – I mean, who is most likely to be off the team, Bob? They obviously have to make a roster move.
0: I said earlier to John, I think Thompson's gone by three. I think they're trying like okay. hell. I think,
2: again, we. I, I hate to go back and, like, you know, try to claim a victory on it, but, like, the Thompson signing has been – No, you incredible.
1: don't. You don't hate to go back.
0: Well, no, I mean, look, the, the this the problem – Get ready is, for an apology cam at 3.15.
2: <laughs> no, the problem <laughs> – yeah, this will be the earliest apology cam ever. The problem with the Thompson – Signing is all you know. That TPE is the reason you're hard capped right now, and it really messes with your flexibility a little bit and what you can do. Uh, it's a reason why they can't use the full 28 million of the of the trade exception right now. Um, and as Bobby mentioned, they got to find a way to dump him, or else they're going to have to pay teams for him the same way they did with Cantor. And so you just keep moving assets out to get rid of stuff so you can clear money. Uh, and at the end of the day, I, and again, this is what it's- I didn't understand with Thompson. I, I'm not judging. Just his play this year, even as advertised, if he were close to what people thought they were getting, and let's say he's only 10% worse, 15% worse than what we thought, I just never understood it as a need uh, at all, and so I never really understood the signing, and I didn't think it would move the needle. But now, when you see the tech, ta- and I hate that term—but I just didn't think it would change their fortunes very much. But now that you see the tax implications as well, I think that that makes it, you know, even worse in this in this sense because they are they're up against it right now. They cannot they can't use the full value of this uh, of this situation of this of this TPE right now
0: yeah they thought thompson would make them really make them good win. as a team yeah i thought they had potential to be the number one defense with him and for <sighs> some reason whether it was regression whether it was apathy on his part a feeling that he just had a coast through this regular season and give it his all in the playoffs, or whatever his mindset was. Because obviously, there's talk of his mindset and commitment and all this different stuff going on this week. There's something up there. It smelled from opening night when he got torched. Then and like the next ten games, it was Embiid scoring seventy in that two game series against them. And felt like all it was the end the, game. Yeah. I game. Th- I think Durant, <laughs> I think Durant had every shot against him on switches the second night. Then he goes down with COVID more recently, and it's like, what's going on here with him? Something's up there. I don't know if the KOC stuff that he talked about is the culprit here. That he is just head is in a different place. Maybe the uh, lockdown no, and all they're, this they're, other
2: they're, stuff. They're capping on that one. Is that right? Did I say it <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Catherine no, but it's it's the real deal. Thompson, Kardashian, I think offensively has been what you've expected, but defensively has been as bad as you could yeah. possibly imagine. I think he's one of the biggest reasons they've been a worse yeah. defensive team this year.
2: Let's quickly reset the table for people here. A uh, lot of questions uh, in the chat about what can be done still. And so, again, Bobby... Uh, as you mentioned, they are technically over the tax right now, but they're also two-point, maybe a little over $2 million or $2.5 from the hard cap, which means any moves that they make, they have to find a way to move some money out right now. So that really limits what they can do unless they move a player like Thompson or it's a bigger deal involving someone like Marcus Smart. And sure, they yeah. can move small salaries out to create something. Now, what's realistic and what type of people fit into that thing? Well, I mean, Lonzo Ball, again, theoretically could work. He's a $6 million salary at this point. You'd have to move some money out. John Collins is only making two and a half or $3 million, I think, this year. So again, theoretically, those names, which are big names that people have thrown around, are still uh, possible. But I don't think it's likely uh, because it doesn't seem like either team is really interesting. The only reason I bring up uh, Lonzo again is as soon as Chicago... So Chicago makes the trade for Vucevic early in the day, which was surprising. Um... And immediately everyone starts talking about now they got to go get Lonzo, which makes me think, huh, Lonzo's for sale. So if he is and you could move smart and a couple of and a pick out there for Lonzo, that's something I would strongly consider.
0: Yeah. But what entices the Pelicans,
2: you know, Mm -hmm. like the idea that you might not want to invest in him next year. It's 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 an S or get off the pot situation like I'm not going to pay him. Maybe someone else will, but he's not gonna be my guy because right now I know I've got Zion and Ingram as my two. But if they, can lo- they can sign they can sign and Lonzo. trade him. If you lock in Lonzo, that's your three. And you have these three and they're all playing, and two of them are playing exceptionally well, and you're losing. So, so what
0: would you what would you stretch to here? If you really want Lonzo, we get back to that, how far are you on the go? Because I don't think a smart ball swap gets it done. I'm saying
2: smart the first. And a, smart in
0: a first. And Neesmith, are you in the conversation? Probably not. You don't think so? Why? I think there's. I think there's value to them unless they're blown away. So say two, three first. I think there's.
1: I don't two know. Or three, okay, there you go again. Three first for Lonzo Ball with Smart. <laughs> but what do you do? So
0: you come to the table and you hear one first. It's probably not going to be that good as you guys keep saying. You hear Smart. Ah, eh, he's he's probably worse than Ball. Like, are you excited to go do that? Are you going to take the possibility of maybe keeping him for a bargain this off season or signing trading him somewhere else into the off season? I I know that there's a, there's a little bit of urgency, with moving him since he is that expiring deal, but since you have restricted rights on him, that does give you the leeway to wait. I just, I, I think you are. I, 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 I got to warn
2: everybody at home. When Bobby proposes a trade, take take the amount of first round draft picks he includes in them and cut them in half. Okay, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then, we'll do one and a half. <laughs> okay, and then that's closer to the real number. Okay, just yeah, nobody be sure. fooled by what he's saying.
0: Uh, all right. So this is my this is my line of thinking here. One first, Pelican say no. Two first, all right, we'll think about it. Three gets it done. That's like done. But, if you really want them, no matter what, it gets it done. Now, in that case, you, I'd be you, saying you, you don't want you take to be comba? reckless,
1: though. I mean, you you can't you can't be reckless. What if reckless it's, with- what if?
0: Yeah. What if it's three firsts, send Kemba, keep Jesus, smart.
2: would you stop? Everyone, <laughs> just stop. Just take a timeout for a second. You can't, No more firsts for you, okay? You, yeah. If 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 I could just on one word, you don't get to say first for the next In all seriousness,
0: year. though, on that, I listen to an interesting conversation with Bobby, Marks, and Woj uh, that they were doing the other night on Twitter, and... They were talking about that trend, which is real. That certain teams in the league have gone nuts with Ferris and driven up that price. Some teams like the Celtics aren't falling into that trap for maybe good reason, probably good reason because Bobby Marks is on ESPN because he did that instead of being the Nets GM. Uh, so they there's a huge risk to doing it, but if you want to go all in and really get a guy, that's how you do it. That's how the Bucks got Holiday. Right, that's you, how the Nets got Harden. Players.
1: Certain players you do it for, and certain players you don't. As much as we want to see the Celtics make a move for Lonzo Ball, I mean, you gotta know. Again, you gotta know when enough is enough. You got you, you gotta have you have a worth set yeah, in mind no. for a guy or on paper, like Danny Ainge does with these players. Same reason he didn't give you know two or three for Aaron Gordon. You know, I mean, yeah, it might make your team better, but at what cost? You're not trying to take one step forward and two step backwards and mortgage your future for Lonzo Ball. I mean, we like. We like Lonzo Ball. We think that he would have a good fit on the team. But you still, just because he fits what you have going on, doesn't mean you pay, you know, yeah, 30% more than what anyone else would to you yeah. know, get rid of him.
0: Yeah. The so, tricky thing now, especially with this year's first, if we're just taking it down the one first rounder that needs to go, if, if Fournier makes his team a little bit better, they're back to 18th, 20th, something like that in the draft. 26th uh, even is great if they get back to where they were last year. So all of a sudden then you're saying if you just hold on to this pick or multiple picks down the line, it, it becomes another knee smith. It becomes, it and I know, John, you can steal a guy in the 20s. They just did it with Pritchard. But you're probably not getting Kawhi Leonard. like outside of once every 15 years in those spots yeah so
2: you're not giving someone just said in the comments you're not giving a james harden package for lonzo ball but again just uh new orleans may just have him in his plan their plans and that's it by the way guys we're rocking with 1200 plus people in the stream keep it coming tell your friends we're here through three and then beyond we're almost at the halfway point here uh it's 230 right now we got 30 minutes till the deadline come on danny Resetting we where phone. we're at. 30 minutes it's quite, 30. Okay, so, so,
0: John, you just said since it's quiet, you feel like the Celtics are doing nothing. I no, feel like no, it's no. the opposite. I don't, I don't think it means that. Um, I think it means things are getting busy.
2: I, You know, I just feel by now, and again, it's Bobby, it's not that the Celtics can't keep things under, under wraps. It's that... Uh, teams, as soon as somebody gets involved in something, it's in their benefit to leak it in order to get other teams to up the price. So uh, if Boston were close on something right now, it would make sense for someone within the organization on the other side to kind of sneak a piece out there, like Boston, making a hard push for Lonzo and then wake up Chicago or someone else and have them come to the table. Not like someone can't pick up the phone and do that, but
1: yeah, Jimmy's Jimmy's got it. Rondo for
0: Rondo for Lou Williams is done. Jimmy, what do you got? Done,
1: that wasn't what I was going to say, but I was—I did see that. I was wondering Bobby's opinion on uh, Vucevic, the deal that they ended up ultimately accepting to Chicago. I mean, is that a deal that you think the Celtics could have? That's or a good
0: question. Have? Yeah. So that uh, we, didn't seem like great, right? Well, when we first really? discussed this earlier, John, it seemed like Gordon and uh, Fournier together were going to be an option. So now that it's Fournier or Vucevic. It becomes a lot more enticing, like it's 17 million versus 22 million. So the money's not that far off. I know it's two seconds, which is essentially nothing. But if you could go to the length that Chicago did two first round picks, I don't think anybody would have had any issues with that. I've I've said go as far as three for Vucevic. So I think that's an easy second guess. I think if you're using up most of the TP on Fournier and there's nothing left there, that's the direction they probably should have gone the question is which we get back to would you give up rob for it which rob seems to be the equivalent of wendell carter uh, rob probably has more potential than wendell carter at this point i think i'm stunned orlando took carter he just doesn't seem to have the upside that right. people yeah, I think, think he's fine does. I think yeah he's fine you know a lot of people well, ask clearly him if, he
1: wasn't avail- then, then if, if, that, tells, if, that tells me that rob wasn't available that, that tells me that they think pretty highly of rob because you you can't tell me that they wouldn't have accepted a package from the Celtics that included Rob, if that's what they accepted from Chicago.
2: Who knows? As Celtics fans, Jimmy, obviously, you know, Celtics fans tend to overvalue their assets. I think Rob is in one of those cases where I think they're valuing him like accordingly, like appropriately. I think uh, they really view him as a piece at this point. And I think they feel they lucked into it. And I think giving it away now – Yeah.
0: and here's the problem but I've not had with giving it away. No, 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 no. I know, but it's I'm saying
2: in, yeah. Hunting now on something where you're like, wow, like, look. I mean, what have we talked about that this team needed to do more than anything is hit on a few picks, right? And you know, Bobby yeah. pointed out before where you've had Tony Allen uh, and you had, uh, you know, uh, you know Rondo way back when, and who else hit in the 20s for them? Um, uh, recently, Bradley. Bradley was good. You have had a few. Mm-hmm. Um, hits there but I mean a whole lot of misses and not just misses in the 20s but misses in the teens where you're more likely to find a player so if you find someone at 27 who's a core piece moving forward you got to think like that was pretty freaking good and that that atones for a misfire on a Romeo or a Neesmith or something because you know, it's an inexact science at this point. And honestly, you could jumble everything up from pick 15 to 25 or even 40 sometimes.
0: This is, yeah. And you this don't know where question, you're going to hit. Yeah. You know? Cause right. Fournier, especially to some degree is kicking the can down the road a little bit. It helps you now. I'm glad they did it. But in terms of consolidating assets and bringing in a real, Player that moves the needle here. It doesn't do too much to add toward that direction. I know you can trade Fournier later, but his value this offseason is going to be so much less than Gordon's potentially could have been as the next asset toward the next move. Uh, so they haven't done much in terms of positioning themselves for that next deal. And if that next deal was on the table here, Rob Vervucevich, you probably have to think about doing that, especially you for do, how long course. he signed.
1: He's an all-star center. He's a stretch big. He fits exactly what the NBA is looks for and what the Celtics look for in a big. Yeah. To me, it it tells me that they they really value Rob.
0: Or I can't imagine why the still. Magic
1: wouldn't be interested in a deal or with center. Teams don't. Or other
0: Is there any chance, John, they again, look at it, Carter it, it, and say we like him right. more than it's possible? Yeah. That's really the thing. Again, well. They are that's Orlando. The Orlando. That's
1: got them where they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just assuming. Uh, I mean, maybe both things are true.
2: A lot of people here mentioning Laurie Markkinen. Um Now, uh, there was a uh, word that because he's going to be restricted in the off season, um, that uh, it might be tough for Chicago to keep him, and that therefore they might be interested in moving him. People interested, look, uh, it's a big four who can shoot, uh, and certainly that would be something that would work for the Celtics. He's making $20 million, folks. So My in team. order to... Twenty million right now. Uh, in order to do this, you have to uh, you, you got to throw some
0: stuff in there. Um, He's having to make a pretty work. good year. He's having Better a good than year. expected. Yeah. So let me put this in perspective. If Aaron Gordon's poor, poor man's uh, Blake Griffin and Wendell Carter is poor, poor man's Al Horford. There is a sentiment that Markkanen is like a poor, poor, poor man's version of Kristaps uh, Porzingis.
1: A broke man.
0: <laughs> so that's what you're getting here. He's having a better year than I expected, and he's 23. The, he's had a bad coach for most of his career there in Chicago, and now he's having a leap under the new one, Billy Donovan. So I, I'm not adverse to any idea but I do think people need to tamper their expectations of what this guy is he's not going to come in here and be Derek Nowitzki there's there's something that has to be worked out with his game defensively he yeah. comes and goes he's a little injury prone uh,
2: spacing and shooting you know like this yeah. is you
0: know you know one
2: you know, imagine a, imagine a lineup where you could have theoretically him and Fournier and Tatum and Brown on the court at the same time and go small ball there um you, you know trade
0: smart for him
2: well, you would have to at this point. Yeah. You honestly, it would be smart and Tristan at this point, right, just to make the money work. Um, so
0: yeah, and then they'd have to send back something too.
2: Yeah, but I don't know how you make this work with what he costs right now. So it's a tough one. People are talking about it. I don't know what it would take.
1: Hell if I know. I mean, it have you watched like
0: it his? Take... Have you watched his all good tape?
1: <laughs> sounds like the no. It sounds like the juice isn't worth the squeeze. There, that yeah. that's the player. I would say, you know what. It, we're going to just wait on that. We're going to
0: wait on, you know. So I don't love the player, assets, but I, I love the thinking John's doing here. A guy who is extremely cheap to acquire now, who you can keep long-term on a restricted free agent deal, develop and be a core rotation guy into the future. They have to. He's still a $20 million player. And guys, I'm sorry. I messed that up completely. I messed it up completely. I, it's totally
2: my fault. I just made a quick flash at it. He, uh he's restricted. He could be a twenty million dollar player in the offseason. He's only a, he's a, he's, he's, a six, million right? now, yeah. he's a six million dollar player now. So
0: you're right. right. It would like, work for what? Thompson right now. My my bad on that.
1: But um, that's what he's gonna cost though.
0: No, yeah. no, but I mean when it comes to smart, like what would they want to value? Because they obviously don't want Thompson and they want something for this guy. I don't think they're just giving him up right now. And this is another guy that could be brought into this offseason from their perspective. We're thinking from a Celtics standpoint with this really done. You know, you get now it's not going to work in the offseason. These teams can wait. They can do sign and trades. They can do other stuff in the offseason. So you have to entice them now with real stuff. So is that Lankford and Neesmith? Is that multiple first-round picks? Anything that's going to be worth doing right now is going to be a little bit expensive, and this is what we talk about in season trades versus off season trades. Yes, right, right. in season's more expensive, but the Celtics don't have a great deal of flexibility this off season or targets in mind. Who are you guys even thinking about for the off season? Everyone keeps saying, "Oh, the off season." Uh, don't but talk
1: to me about the off season right yeah. now. Yeah, I have no idea.
0: There's not we'll a lot.
1: One deadline at one deadline at a time. Bobby. There's not. I
2: think. Look, I think the name you keep hearing is Collins, um, and I don't know how you make that work. Um, Jalen Brown. to get
1: a max. Huh.
2: What Bobby? He said Jalen Brown and he was banished.
1: His final words fittingly Jalen Brown.
2: Brown. No, you don't do Jalen Brown for Collins.
1: No. And again, I, I think I just don't think it's the right time. I, mean, I just don't think the Collins thing matches. And then what, what it's gonna cost. I mean, it comes down to you know, you're gonna have to give him a Mac on top of it all. So really it's a steep price to pay. Um Bob, you okay over there, man?
2: But here's the thing is if it were Collins, there's no reason to not do it. I guess Atlanta just can't do it now because they're in the hunt. So there's nothing you could do. I guess
0: that's the problem. It's time to do Mark. They have to hold on something they don't
2: necessarily want to resign. They're, they're going to be in a tough spot this off season.
0: There's, there's a disconnect between Boston's urgency and those teams. Urgencies. Boston has to do all this stuff. Now those teams can wait and those teams hold the, hold the uh, button on that.
1: So Lou Williams goes uh, – is he going straight to Magic City for those wings or is he going oh, to report – Oh, what a great first? move for him, yeah. That's a huge move for him, yeah.
2: What's up, John? Oh, nothing. Jessica Walter John- from Arrested Development just passed away. Um, oh. The the, the, the the Bluth matriarch. Uh, anyway. Um, there goes my Lou Williams
1: joke.
0: We got 20 minutes it's here. Like that. If if something big's gonna happen here for the Celtics, it's gonna have to be that twenty fifteen style Isaiah, like five minutes ago, mad dash, <laughs> get it to the fax machine. That's and... how it
1: always goes. I mean, I, there's been there's been years where the the teams request an extension on the deadline because they're in the middle of you know, finalizing and working out the details of a deal. We've seen that numerous times where the deal won't even get announced.
0: Was Perkins until, very you know, close. 3:15. What way back when wasn't that one very close to the Perkins deal?
1: Oh, it was for dumb. Jeff Green, yeah, and there, yeah, there was a deadline, you know, right up right up against it from what I can recall. Yeah, has anyone, you know, it would be good to get Perkins on one of these shows one day to ask him what that what that whole I'm sure he's talked about it maybe, but I haven't heard heard him really mention it recently, just what that whole experience was like, and you know, I guess the vibe. We all you know, know the, the team, team was like
0: crying. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, team was just an agony.
1: The firsthand uh, experience there, but uh, that was, yes, yeah, I mean, that, that was Ainge's most smart, I wonder. I wonder if that type of trade would, would do that to the locker room. So, oh,
0: are you? I awesome? don't think so. <laughs> no. Are you guys no, surprised not even
1: um, half as how
2: apoplectic Celtics fans are now? And again, I'll ask you guys in the chat, and most of you are already sharing it. Uh, on your own. If this is all the Celtics do at this deadline, short of moving out a small piece for, you know, let's say they traded something they don't need just for money purposes. But if this is the only player the Celtics get back, uh, is everybody here really bummed? Uh, Because it seems like it. And I'm not. um, I would have liked something bold, especially if they could have gotten a piece for the future. But it makes them better today. I don't
0: think there's any question about it. Right now, people are pretty, uh, pretty down. Let me ask you this and and ask the viewers as well. Would you have rather done Fournier for two seconds or Gordon for smart straight up? Which makes you better as a team right now?
1: which makes you better as a team right now, I think it's the Fournier move because you're not giving up anything. Yeah, that, that, That's an easy one, right? So that's um, how
0: people have to
2: think about that. That's how I think of it too, is you gave up nothing and you're better today versus giving up a lo- stuff. And that's the whole thing is yesterday I felt like Celtics Twitter was uh, split on whether they even wanted to give up Smart for Gordon, you know? And if that's what it would have right. taken, Smart, a first, possibly a young player um, for, for, uh, for Fournier, for Gordon, and it didn't happen – that was a deal that I think, I mean, not just Celtics fans, but and a lot of NBA insiders were like, I don't know if that makes you better if you're Boston. I think it was uncertain. I was in favor of it, but not so much so that not making it happen is uh, is devastating. So I'm surprised people are are, are, are that bummed out. Uh, you know I think there's
1: a lot of people out there who, and they're not wrong. It's just how they, they're not wrong at all. In fact, they might be right. There's a lot of people out there that are tired of this product and they want to see a change. And sometimes you just, you know, you just dive in, you make the change and you hope that, you know, one little change leads to bigger changes and, and so on and so forth. I think that by by trading smart and getting Gordon, you're obviously losing talent, but you're also gaining talent. So that's different than just bringing on a guy like Fournier without giving up anything. Now, if you bring in on a guy like Gordon, you have him for next year, You'd ha- you 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 consider him a tradable asset too in the same way I guess that Smart would be because they're similar and you know the cap and there's you know probably similar value overall, um, and then you 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 ship out a player who has had a, a, a you know a lot of great moments in Boston but who has also driven a lot of people, a lot of fans crazy. I mean let's be so, honest, let, right? So there's 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 reasons for the way fans, yeah. are are thinking the way they are right now, but just to just to trade just to be like, oh, I want to make a trade because I'm, you know, I want to get rid of smart. Well, you, you got to be careful on on what you're getting in return and what you're really asking for.
2: Moreover, Jimmy, I think the key here is Fournier improves you today. And if it works in the future, great. And if it doesn't, okay. But you gave away, as we said, nothing at this point. Um, And then the – TPE is, is in really the what you gave season, away. There are people on the chat right now who are bummed that because they wanted to blow it up. Bra- teams – who blow up and rebuild don't do it at the deadline you do it in the offseason okay it's right. just not some unless you are sell 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 the magic the Celtics are, the Celtics are <laughs> not in sell if you want to retool that's something that gets worked out typically in the offseason when draft slots are determined and when you figure out what's going to happen in free agency and needs are very clear and you have the whole slate of NBA teams to work with you don't do Franchise-altering deals, unless you are selling it all at the deadline, and that's not what the Celtics were going to do. They're trying to, they're trying to change up on the fly. It makes much more sense to do that in the off season. So I think being disappointed that they didn't completely rehaul and retool the entire franchise today, I think, was unrealistic.
0: I think they probably evaluate everything, right. and at this point, two forty-five. This, I, I don't think, without any whispers, Thompson's going anyway. So this is probably their team. They're probably going to give up whatever, and find a way to make the tax work by the end of the year. Uh, It's going to be tricky. I don't know why they're going to pay tax in this situation. It's confusing, but I'm sure they have a way to make that work. My thing is, this gives the team a chance, and that's all I wanted. Their depth issue is gone. They're going to have a fifth guy who makes sense in every lineup here. They're going to be able to condense this rotation, and... Just to bring it back to Thompson, if he's going to stick around, if you have a playoff rotation where any given matchup, let's let's say it's Bam for the Miami, where Thompson worked pretty good. Let's say it's uh, Rob against Milwaukee, who looked pretty good yesterday. That might be his matchup. Tice obviously works in quite a few matchups. You have a pretty complete team here, matchup-wise, if they're all hitting their stride, if they're all healthy, to just compete. Just compete in the playoffs. Get yourself to a better seed now. Quiet down some of the, I think, uncertainty and uh, issues that have been around the team in recent weeks and really go on a hot streak here and just give it your best shot this season. And then as you say, address things in the off season.
1: I mean, hot streak or not here, here's what this trade does. This is, this is another, whether or not this was the intention or not, I think this is going to show a lot of Celtics fans and show a lot of people in the Celtics organization. Okay. Here's your, here's your extra guy that you've all been asking for, not fans, but you know, assume some of the players team like been Tatum begging for it just in the way exactly. they've played. Yeah. So here he is. This is what, you know, this is we're going to find out now what you guys are made of. If you really are one player away from from meeting expectations going into the season or from being that really tough team that we've seen in flashes. If you're not, then we know now we know. And now we can we can adjust accordingly in the off season when we still have all of our assets and we still have all of our, you know, tradable contracts if there are even are that many, but you got your first round picks and your second round picks, whatever your TPE to, to an extent, you still have some of that. So they brought in a player say, well, here you go, guys, here's your player. Do the best you can, depending on how you, sh- what you show us will determine whether or not we're bringing this core back, uh, you know, again, next season or not, if not, well, you can say bye to smart probably. And you can, you know, start to think about a guy like Thompson and, and, you know, these other players, whether or not they try to move Kemba, if they can, You know, you'll start to see that question being asked in the offseason if you see more of the same with this team, with Fournier on it.
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, right. It's uh, the way to look at it is for for the stretch run here, they're adding Fournier, presumably Romeo, which I know you guys don't want to hear it. You're not allowed to talk about him. And Jeff Teague Um, (laughs) 2.0. And that's what they're coming in with (laughs) for, for a bench unit. Does so, T well,
0: go on this deal? Do we finally get to end the T experience? <laughs> and
2: not when it's just getting started, baby.
1: Yeah, we haven't even experienced it yet. Yeah, uh, I think from uh, from Keith Smith, per source, Celtics are still engaged in deals, mostly looking to clear a contract to maybe get back under the luxury tax while opening roster spots for the buyout market. So, kind of what we the, are. The only contract that, that
0: clears the tax is Thompson. I can't hear
1: Bobby. Did I lose Bobby?
0: You got me, John? John?
2: I have you, Bobby. Yeah, Uh, Jimmy, you lose him?
0: Yeah, I think you lost Jimmy too. Uh, So he was saying that the Celtics Yeah, no, I heard that contract, Um, yeah.
2: One guy that I think, you know, you're talking about that buyout market. I think one guy that um, uh, might be interesting is uh, – Drummond. Otto Otto Porter.
0: I'm going Drummond. I'm not. So, yeah, make your Porter kit pitch.
2: I'm just saying I think that that's possible. That's all. Uh, I think that that that's going to be a buyout, and that's a team that they're going to rush – that's someone they're going to rush to.
0: So that's possible. He'd be a good defensive rotation player. I'd like to have two additional wings here versus one. But if you do have to dump Thompson in this circumstance, I know you don't love Thompson, but he was brought here to do something that still needs to be done come playoff time. And that's go up against bigger, big secure the paint, that kind of stuff. I am not opposed at all to Andre Drummond. And I've been one of well, his he'd certainly be an upgrade over Thompson. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah. Could he come in here? Start most nights. Well,
2: that's why uh, some have of a huge role. Why no one's going to trade for Thompson, you know?
0: That's you know, you're, yeah. you're
2: going to find better things on the buyout market. Why take on two years of a salary here?
0: So the Celtics have to ask this question. Are they going to pay tax for Fournier? Or are they going to aggressively try to move off Thompson here? Perhaps well, not knowing if that's going to be the Drummond situation is going to be saying, because I know you don't like Thompson, but you probably don't want to go into the playoffs with just Tyson Robb, right? I just don't think that it matters. And I think that you do. And I think ultimately you're building. Move
2: you know, Grant back to center. That might work. I mean, I think you're going to play more small ball lineups with Fournier out there too because you're going to have more size uh, on the court there, the same way you did when you had Hayward, you know. Um, so I, I think you can get away with it a little bit. Um, it's just going to have a different vibe to it altogether. So, yeah, I think you can move on for Tristan. I think he's just, he's just clunky and he, and he just bogs you down.
0: Is there any chance the Celtics are in on Kyle Lowry? I, I don't see how unless it's, Kem- unless it's Kemba. Is there any way that happens?
2: I don't see it just because it's never been mentioned.
0: So, hey, the stuff that we didn't think Fournier alone was well, I guess we mentioned that, but sometimes the stuff that's not mentioned is what actually is going on. And we have nine minutes now. Ola Depot hasn't been moved, Lowry hasn't been moved. Stuff's getting interesting. I right am surprised the how
2: close we are here to the end of this uh, without a whisper <laughs> on some other stuff.
0: Nine minutes. Jimmy, do you for see you Kyle need, Lowry need, being in play
1: for the Celtics?
0: Yeah. No,
2: I think I think Bobby's Bobby's reached the end of <laughs> what, what
0: end are we doing? Trade here? Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, I'm just you know, thinking I
0: would, every possibility here.
1: Um, I mean, it's I just saw a couple of tweets that you know the holdup in Miami is Tyler Hero, and then there's who was the holdup in LA? There was there was a.
0: Well, you LA have would have to random. trade. They'd have to stack salaries. So Harrell's like mandatory. KCP's mandatory. And then they have to decide, do they want to send Kuzma and keep Schroeder and the two guards? Or do they want to trade Schroeder? Cause he's up after this year. That's a tough decision right. for them, but I still see Lowry landing with them. I think that's a no brainer. If you can stack together those role guys for one more star.
1: Right. Um, I, I think, Listen, we say there's whatever eight minutes left or whatever. Don't don't forget, it can go a little bit past the deadline if these teams are already engaged. So
2: I am a little dubious about this whole buyout market thing. You know, like
1: uh,
2: we got to be realistic here. Greg Monroe? No, that's not the point. (laughs) Players in buyout play players who get bought out do one thing and one thing only. They go to a team that that is that 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 has uh you know a decent chance of playing for a title. Otherwise mm-hmm. there's no reason to go. And that's why always the the same teams get them because at that point you've been bought out. You're not really in it for any sort of money. Um, you just want to go somewhere and see if you can, you know, right. catch the wave to a championship. Like they make Troy no, Murphy. Makes no sense for a team for, for the Celtics to, th- this is just based off the Keith tweet. If, if they're trying to move salary around and then be active in the buyout market, no freaking way are you going to be successful in the buyout market. You're going to get the, you're going to get about the eighth or tenth best available guy uh, there because who's coming here? This team is not. Looks like they're headed. There's four, five, six teams here that the that, the that, that, that players want to go to that have a shot at playing for a title. Boston's not one of them.
1: Correct. It's just a matter of if the other teams are gonna have, I guess I guess they'll just make roster spots available. If you're good enough, they'll figure out a way to get you on. I mean, that's that's obvious.
2: So it's not happening
0: here. So again, yeah, I think that again, that's
1: yeah, and I don't even know why the Celtics would be again, why are they uh Uh-oh. why are they're they a woge bomb? What do we got? No, we don't.
0: Terrence we Ferguson to the Kings. So the Raptors are all right, Terrence Ferguson, Terrence Davis of the Raptors. Yeah. Uh so that's they're clearing bomb?
1: That's They're clearing bomb roster bomb?
0: spots. No, no, but they—they they now have three don't, open roster that's spots. Not a bomb. All that's like a water, It's like a Listen, water balloon.
1: Don't misuse. Don't misuse the Woj bomb, okay? Because that's like the boy who cried wolf. Okay, we're not gonna believe you next time you tell us there's a Woj bomb.
0: Fair enough. No, but I think it's a precursor to a bomb. They're trying to open those roster spots. The boy who for cried Woj bomb. Hour. Yeah, yeah, so Larry's probably not coming spots. to Boston. They've
1: been clearing roster spots for the last hour, but they haven't. Larry was never
2: coming yet. to Boston, and Boston's never trading seven round, seven first-round picks for anything. Okay. We have to retire no, so these takes. Larry's
0: Larry's probably no, I'm just saying any possibility <laughs> okay. that's out there. Uh so Larry's probably going to LA for three players, then, since they have three roster spots now. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I
1: mean how about this? Let's
2: just sit in silence for five minutes, okay, in protest for the Celtics not making any other moves. What Moment of
1: silence? Moment of silence for the five minutes of silence. Celtics organization?
2: Five minutes. Can somebody just do me a favor, Jimmy? Make up a rumor about Lonzo and tweet it so I you can, I can I tweet I just Lonzo. made up
0: a rumor and you hated it.
2: <laughs> so well, I just want to stumble across it on my timeline and be excited for 10 seconds.
1: Uh, John, I don't want to soil uh, the integrity of my – my journalism. He'll get that My blue checkmark tever- Yeah, exactly. Oh. I don't want to be, I don't want to be fact checked, uh, on you know, by the by the Where, Twitter police.
2: For anybody out there, you guys, uh, you guys can follow Jimmy Toscano at Jimmy underscore Toscano uh, yeah.
0: on Twitter.
1: You will not get breaking news, but you'll get breaking opinions and a couple of, you know, bad one liners here and there.
0: There is five minutes to go, and two guys that seemingly can't still be on their teams, and Lowry and Oladipo, are still there.
1: <sighs> Oladipo. As is an Jimmy interesting Postado one.
2: At, is it at real Bob Manning? It's yeah. at Jimmy underscore. You got yeah, it.
1: Underscore. At
2: real Bob Manning.
1: Oh, I said Bomb
2: Manning. Oh,
0: boy. Woj
2: Bomb. Well, he is. He's what would you That's Bomb. That's my Manning name for the today? day. Bomb Manning. Oh, 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 yeah. Bobby um, Bomb, yeah, you guys can give us a follow if you want. Yeah, that's lost. us. Oh. Put it in the chats. Um,
1: just lost audio again.
2: Oh, Jimmy. Uh, we are now four minutes away and not a peep, guys. Um, so again, we'll put in some. Uh,
0: this is unreal. Uh, yeah, it is surprising, right? It was a good day, though. Celtics did something, there was some medium-sized
2: moves around the league follow follow me follow bob not bomb bob manning and
0: yeah it's a great way to kill time
2: and jimmy toscano give us a follow if you guys want um obviously so you guys know as we're filibustering here we're gonna kill the filibuster hey don't Um, say that word as we're going to filibuster here until the deadline, uh, we obviously are live after every game. Any of you joining us for the first time, and obviously a ton of people in here are here for the post-game um, show all the time. Looks uh, like
0: J.J. Reddick's kind out of the Mavs. Way.
2: But um, a- after every game, guys, we're live, so subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Uh, we will be live again tomorrow as they take on the Milwaukee Bucks, the new and improved Boston Celtics. Uh, we'll <laughs> see whether Fournier is in um, – isn't oh, hold on? I'm getting, I'm being told something.
0: No Lonzo Ball. No Alonzo Ball trade. Uh, He's staying
1: in New Orleans. Wah, wah.
0: So it looks like the uh, who will get him? The Clippers are in the off season or something like that. I mean, they're in hard cap position too. Someone's gonna get him. I, I don't know. They do have a tough time keeping him there in New Orleans, but thank you very much, New Orleans, for stringing me along until two fifty eight. Okay.
2: <sighs> yeah, that was that was me. Two minutes. Couldn't you have just told me a week ago?
0: John Collins probably staying put too at this point. This I is, mean, clearly.
1: This is Marketing. what we do though. This is what we do. Every every deadline, we, we all get our hopes up for all these big trades. And then honestly, no, but I'm, it was I'm surprised day, that 48 even people, was traded.
2: There are people who still think this one minute is going to result in a trade. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're checking their clocks to make sure they're not a little a little fast.
2: Uh, people yeah. asking if Fournier starts, I believe so. Um, but I don't know if it'll happen right away because there's no practices. They basically play four Does games Fournier a week. Fournier
1: start? Put it this way. He if, should. If, if Brad goes double big, you know, with Fournier in, you know, on the team, or if he, if he starts Chemi, then we're going to have some big problems.
2: <laughs> would you consider, let me ask you this, would you consider Kemba
0: on the bench? No. No. Okay. He's too All good right. with Tice. Thank you for
1: asking. Too
2: good them. of a passer. Right. How about Rob Fournier, the two Js and Smart to start. Better defense. Not a bad defensive lineup there as well. And bro- put in uh, uh, no. Smart and Tice. No. Well, Nobody t- likes it?
1: Wait, wait, wait. I mean, two- Kemba,
2: Kemba, and Tice on the uh, no. on the second unit. Nope.
1: nope. And then let
2: Kemba shoot twenty five times with that second
0: unit. No. I, Can I we keep something
1: different. No, I think that's something different, but it's just not going to be that.
0: The starters have been good, and uh, at this point, the double big's positive. So if you still want to keep rolling with that, double big is
1: double negative. Double big (laughs) is double dead.
0: Yeah, it probably double big anymore. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going. I'm going Fournier because he's a secondary ball handler. You don't want him leading the second unit. Kemba will never go on the bench, so that's not even worth considering. So I like Smart, Rob, that stuff on the bench. That works. Guess what
2: time it is, guys. doesn't mean it's, stuff comes in after three and we're going to linger a little bit longer, but it is officially three o'clock.
1: Uh, I'm getting this is where the Celtics turn into a pumpkin. This is like uh, the
2: midnight Cleveland Cavaliers and Andre Drummond absolutely are working on a buyout that happened. Obviously if he wasn't traded, that was going to happen. So, um, you know, there, what, what the I, situation is. And we've mentioned Brookline as a very likely destination. Um, but that is it, guys. The trade deadline has come and gone. And at this point, the Boston Celtics have acquired Evan Fournier. Um, and that's it for two seconds. They didn't make another move. They have to, at this point, if no move is made, they're going to have to just let somebody go um, to have the roster space. Um, a, an assumption, it's Javante Green. Uh, It looks like they're going to leak into the tax a little bit here, um, which is interesting as well because
0: they desperately wanted to avoid that. So it is surprising.
1: I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that
0: they're going to figure it out. Yeah. You could cut it. You can't make any deals at this point though. So could you cut a few guys and get under? I don't know. That's kind of weird that they left that hanging there like that. So get ready for repeat attacks next year, I guess. That was confusing is was this about not wanting to trade anybody it's so weird that they didn't trade anyone to the magic they were for this
2: close bobby they were so close on so many deals <laughs> I, well that's the thing is you don't know the motivation you don't know if ultimately you know it's going to come down to one of two things either they don't have anything anybody wants and that includes tom that includes oh
0: you know what i, I missed this the magic got a 17 million dollar tp so yeah there'll be no one going to the magic right yeah, so you're right. They'd have to cut someone, I guess. Who's it going to be? Right. Teague? bye Teague, finally?
1: <laughs> There's a few options. There's a few options. Uh, I'd rather I'll keep be... green
2: than Teague, right? But when you're saying why did that stuff happen, I think, Bobby, at this point it's, it's one of two things. They overvalued assets, which I don't believe was necessarily the case. I, I think ultimately a- every single swing that they might have taken, the other teams just didn't want it, um, and that was it um as we said the biggest fear here was that the celtics had very few chips and all they were going to be able to do was trade the tpe to someone for something they didn't want anymore and that's what they did and we said that early in the year um and it wasn't a matter i don't think of danny trying i think ultimately they've got first round picks that people don't necessarily covet in the 20s and really no young players of value beyond rob at this point so i I, I guess in the few, next days we'll see like oh this was on the table they turned this down and people mm-hmm. will want to do it and and mention it but I, I don't oh, know
0: oh wow all right we got one right after the buzzer here Bulls Celtics talking Mo Wagner Daniel Tice swap there, there it is
1: yep I was just about to ask you if you were surprised that Tice wasn't wasn't traded today because of the that fact was my that he big
0: one you don't want to waste assets and Mo Wagner
1: Mo Wagner Wagner, Wagner. Wagner. yeah. Be- believable. Okay. Okay.
0: Let's see if they can get that one in before the buzzer here.
1: I know Depot traded today.
0: That's kind of. I mean, what is this? This is just money?
2: Uh, it has so, to me, what,
1: what's Wagner's deal?
2: I mean, he's still on a. Is he on a. Oh, Ricky that's
1: deal? right. Yeah.
0: Wagner would be like two or three, right? And then Tice is five. This is just Plus, straight
2: money. This is just bookkeeping. This doesn't make you better.
1: But this is what I said, though. It's like I refuse to believe they're gonna. You know, I'm not worried about them taking on a tax for a guy like Fournier.
2: Well, this, this, I mean, it's okay. This makes you presumably worse Um, today. This is a straight bookkeeping maneuver, at least at first glance. Unless you see it any differently, Bobby. I don't see. Twenty-three
1: years old, former first-round pick, pick twenty-five. Was that? Is that the uh, Rob Williams year?
2: This is his third year in the league, I believe.
1: Yeah, so that's Rob Williams. So I guess where you couple picks I guess, before Rob.
0: He, he's six eleven, so he had a little bit of size.
2: It, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's more of a big. Um, it's not. This is not a shooter by any means. Um,
1: Losing so, Tice would
0: be
2: tough, wouldn't it? Well, that's what I mean. Is so. No, it, it's going to unleash Rob. It unleashes Rob. So for for those of us who want to see it, great. It, yeah, at the very may- least now. I want to see it. You, now you see Rob Williams start for the rest of the year. Uh, miraculously, his hip will no longer be an issue mm-hmm. um, and will finally unleash the full power of Rob Williams, which I support. That being said, Tice is a more valuable piece than Wagner. Uh, uh, I'm going to miss team. Tice. So this team, this team takes half a step back. Yeah, I'm so going to miss Tice. Once again, team. you're giving away pieces just for bookkeeping because everything is messed up with this team.
1: Um, hey, did I miss? Did I miss something? He's
0: so well, Wagner two point eight. You split that down the middle. It's like two point five in savings. You cut Green or Teague, and you're under that tax.
1: So who did the so, Bulls trade to acquire him?
0: They traded very little. Two guys I've never heard of for Wagner, and um, he's fine. Brown.
2: Look, he's still young. I don't think he's. Uh, I, how much is left on his deal?
0: He's free agent after this year, free, free, or is, it would be uh oh, he's a, option. He's, Rob, right?
1: he's the Rob deal. He's in the same year as Rob.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got the, so uh, he's... team option, which Next is probably year. already been picked up,
1: right? He's not making. Yeah, exactly.
0: Let me I'm check that cause up, the, the, wizards, the wizards could have declined that already.
1: And he could have, be a free agent. It, it, yeah.
0: The Bulls? Well, no, they just got him from the wizards today.
1: Yeah, the Wizards Oh sorry, the Wizards.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Wizards declined it so it he's a free decline. agent. Yeah.
2: He's a free agent. He's a, de- a complete free agent. This is I, I know people are saying he's got some potential. This is sure you can re-sign him if you want, but this
0: looks like
1: it's straight bookkeeping.
0: Mhm. That's so Yeah, he's yeah, making it's,
1: it's, 2. It's, 2.1 million this year.
0: It's not just bookkeeping, but the odds of him reaching Tice's production level this year seemed pretty low. Tice was just such a perfect fit for this team, this system, the most reliable big.
1: This is a backwards no, step. It is for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't, just don't hope, hope
0: Thompson. You just hope Thompson starts performing. And he's he really Rob gonna have to now. This was hey, a diff- Tomorrow night, guys. You're gonna see 30 35 minutes of Rob. He might start. <laughs>
1: And he has to start. Honestly, it's about damn time. If they start think-
2: Grant tomorrow, no joke, I'm never doing another postgame show.
0: Was this
1: I'm the riding. Oakland A's
0: move? Yeah. Slides Rob into the starting lineup. Could have been a little of that too. <sighs> this what are you guys gonna up. do? What are you guys gonna do if Mo Wagner comes in and starts over Rob? <laughs> That's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: guys will get the fire getting the fire Stevens line.
1: How's this for little little trade? Uh, Celtics fans will will recognize the Hornets are acquiring Golden State's Brad Wanamaker.
0: So, oh, he did not perform well for Golden State.
1: Little re- oh. little uh, reunion in Charlotte. They're they're slowly taking uh, everyone on the Celtics.
0: Uh, I hope that deal is probably going to go through, right? That's that's our cap question solved. But man,
2: does that it's a money? Tough does that, does for... that
1: deal work straight up?
2: This is yeah. a deflating end to
0: this show. One more viewer and we hit 1,600. We haven't hit it yet. Come on. No, isn't this kind of, we were thinking about, man, that's such an unceremonious ending for Smart here. And I'm not going to pretend Tyson's jersey was going up the ra- rafters, but he was a really I mean, the good way center for this team him, for a few years.
1: The way you talked about him at times, it, made, it did make it seem like it was going up there.
0: This is odd. You, you talk about like assets and like, Different moves consolidating on each other to hurt more down the line. They're giving up Tice for nothing here. That's tough. And he's going to really help the Bulls. Again, when, I, I mean, you know what, Bobby, this is I, I, actually, I told you so. Again, yeah, this Bobby. is
1: a little, I was just going to say, it's a little lesson for you, Bob. But I
2: mean, come on. This is the whole Tice has value. He was literally given away for nothing.
1: Bobby would sit here on the show and look fans in the eyes and say, Tice is a top 10 center and he's going to get 18 to 20 million next year on the free agent market. <laughs> he was just traded in a salary dump for Mo freaking. For Bobner. nothing.
2: Given away for nothing. For
1: literally Nothing. And Bob was ready to crown him and send him up to the rafters. Truly hate to see. Him. We'll
0: all miss him. We all Mr. will.
1: the depot to Miami.
0: Really? There you go. Here we go. Probably will for you... a second round after pick. After
1: three. After three o'clock because everything starts to happen here.
0: No, Mr. the so,
1: so that means the... they okay. So they were like, all right, you're not gonna, you're not gonna bite on Lowry. Then we'll just go get Depot.
0: Yeah, like is Lowry staying put?
1: Nothing yet. I mean, there's only one team left now, right? It's just the Lakers. I bet you that's, I th- I bet you that's the next one we hear.
0: I think Adam Silver's going to have to sit on this and say, we got to let these teams go another 30 minutes to get what we want no, done I here. No, mean, this
2: is how it works. You call <laughs> yeah. it in. It's already you know, happening. <laughs> a lot of this stuff. It's like know, sending
0: in a paper, right? If you get in at 12.15, they might give you, you some get way away.
1: As as you, 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 you get I worried. want to know what Miami's giving up. Let's. We'll find out, I guess, in a minute, but they sounds, have to
0: match it's... his money, which is going probably, and Olenek. Kendrick Nunn and like maybe like one more minimum guy gets that done. Houston's not getting anyone for Oladipo in the end here. There's no chance.
1: So Miami right off the bat now. I mean you you know, the Celtics Celtics and Celtics fans may have thought they, they improved a bit today, but now look at Miami. They just they bring on a guy like Oladipo. They're already arguably better than you to begin with. And the whole thing about, you know, Bob, what you said, oh, well, Fournier might be the difference between the eighth seed and the fourth seed. Well, what does that do for Miami now? Oladipo makes them much better than they were an hour ago and better than If Celtic.
0: If Oladipo is just mailing in in Houston and he decides to turn it up now, if he's truly the player he was in Houston, he's going to be useless for them he was really bad he there. No, I mean,
1: he's not useless first.
0: Give me a break with that. That is Listen, Homer guy,
1: This is a guy you have to account
2: for on the court. And when No, he, you have to. Yeah, he's, he's probably going to turn team, up a little bit. When he's a guy who's not the only guy on that team, he's a huge addition for them. Are you kidding me? That, yeah. that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. He doesn't have to be this, the A-plus, alpha, alpha. He's another threat and outlet and guy you have to absolutely worry about and defend, and, I mean, I know he's having a not a great year from an efficiency standpoint, but I think right. when the expectations are lowered um, and he doesn't have to be the guy, I think he's going to be good.
1: Um, Raptors are keeping Lowry per Woj. Wow. That's – we had his whole goodbye last Christian night. Exhale, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, the Prime Minister of of uh, Canada over here, Bobby. Uh, your you know your 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 Raptor fan friends should probably be not probably happy, right? I would imagine.
0: I wouldn't be thrilled. You want Everybody you want to get loves some from
1: Lowry. Everybody loves Lowry in Toronto, though. I mean, uh,
0: that's true. Maybe they can keep him now. Maybe he'll sign a new deal there. That's certainly a possibility. Uh, so the Heat probably are a little bummed about that. They probably really wanted him, and Oladipo was their fallback option, and I'll keep saying it. I'll be stunned if Oladipo really changes the tide of things here. When he's been a second, third option in the past, it hasn't been as effective, and I know he's transformed his body and his game since those days in Orlando and Oklahoma City, but he was the guy in Indiana, ball in his hands all the time, doing everything for them. I almost look at it as the opposite from John, like with less responsibility and ability to make plays on the ball there, unless Jimmy Butler just totally seeds it to him, which is
2: possible. 42 Wow. There's a ton of
0: people in here right now. Sorry. Jeez.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Bob?
0: I was going to say, unless Jimmy Butler totally seeds this thing to Oladipo and lets him be that guy – I think no, he's going to have a tough transition no, no, why is everything
2: going no.
1: extreme
0: with you?
2: Yeah, wh- why, why are you – Why like, can't they both play? What does he have to seed to him? Jimmy did anyone Butler, seed anything to Harden? there's a classic take everybody else do what you need to do sort of thing and I'm here when you need me. Guy, exactly. he's already – He already, already
1: seeds. He's yeah. already yeah. a
2: give the game what it needs sort of guy. He doesn't have to worry about anything here. That's not – I mean, that's – He's Oladipo, totally fired.
1: Oladipo yeah. is, is – listen, another – listen – He's had his injuries. He's had, you know, he's having an off year. Bobby hates Oladipo for whatever reason. So you can't take everything he says as you know. I don't hate him. I'm just being the... real about no, what you, he's done this year. You literally hate him. You literally said, like, I hate this guy. I, I hope he has failures for the rest of his life. That's what you said. I um, mean, if we're
0: being realistic, he hasn't had a good year since twenty eighteen.
1: He blew out his knee too, let's not forget. I think he that his counts. Way back. On his way back, he's a two-way guard. He can play You know, he, when he is engaged, and I, and I think, listen, you get traded to a contender, that does something to you. You get traded to Houston, Bobby, and see yeah. how you feel. Yeah, go ahead, Bobby. It. Yeah, you get traded <laughs> to Houston. Let me, see let, me how ask, you play.
2: let me ask you guys this question. So leading up to the deadline right now, there's been a lot of emotional Celtics fans that really wanted lots of things to happen, and along the way, there's a lot of people out there who've said some things that they probably wish they could take back about some players that they now have to live with on this team right now. So um, if you're a Celtics fan and you know that there's a great Im- if you're a Celtics player and you know there's a lot of people out there who really were hoping they would get rid of either Smart or get rid of Kemba or get rid of Tristan, and every one of these guys is returning to the team, what's that do to the overall psyche? Like, you know you were dangled. You know the Celtics tried to get rid of you. You know that nobody wanted you, and you know that you're still here despite the fact that a lot of fans didn't want you here either. And I know this is life of a team in the nba trade deadline but here it's not a normal thing because here normally the celtics are talking about improving and in this case a lot of people are like get these guys out of here so here we are right now and we're moving on with kemba smart tristan and again different people feel different ways about these people but you know is there a person alive or i mean my entire this entire timeline is filled with get rid of kemba get rid of tristan and sorry guys they're here which means nobody wanted them <laughs> that's, and that's it which means the
1: Celtics have to live with them mm-hmm. I'll go yeah I mean listen there is some of that I, I don't know if again I, I
2: smart's an exception smart was a polarizing guy but the other guys everyone was like get him out of here right
1: right and I think listen Danny Danny always does his due diligence whether or not he asked too much for this these guys is one thing but it's very easy to be down on this team right now. Um, you know, they've given us every reason to be. The way it ended last season has carried right on over to this season. And I honestly think there just wasn't enough. It just feels like one long season. And there just wasn't enough break between the way it ended in the bubble against Miami to the way this thing started. And I wonder if things kind of carried over for some of the players into this season. I mean, they didn't really have an offseason. They didn't really get much time away. And there might have been some, you know, frustrations carried over to this year that, we're, that we've watched – you know, from the start. Um, and you know, they definitely have flaws and trading Daniel Tice and bringing on Evan Fournier isn't going to change the bones of whatever the issues are with this team. Clearly Daniel Tice was not an issue. Like, like we've talked about, he was, you know, a numbers, this was a, that was a business numbers move right there. Um, bringing in Fournier is a a good move because it does make them better. And it gives Danny Ainge another guy to consider in the off season. And, and whatever. Um, but if you have a and, – and maybe it's not as bad as we think or that we've been told. Maybe, you know, if, if it truly was a horrific locker room and everyone was at odds, Danny Ainge, I think, would, would work to maybe have gotten rid of, you know, somebody that had more of a say in things like like a Smart or a Thompson or whatever. Um, maybe those moves are still to come, but, they did, you know, they didn't get it done this, this deadline. And like we've been saying, it's not often that those types of moves happen. It's just not the time where you make a rash decision that's going to completely alter, um, you know, your franchise or the or the path that you're on. If you're still looking to be a contender in years to come and you're not going into sell mode, you don't go crazy at the deadline. So they made a couple of moves, and you know, this is your team going forward at least throughout the rest of the season. Ultimately, I would be stunned if they, you know, I'd be surprised if they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Very surprised. Um, um- and it would yeah. go from there. Yeah, I don't think they uh, could have done anything today to to get out of that. I don't think there's anything they could have done today to make them an Eastern Conference. Um, yeah, contender.
0: I don't think so either. I'm I'm if, with you. If we're kicking around the possibility of keeping an expiring Tice, adding Vucevic to that equation, and keeping Thompson, I know Vucevic would have been a massive upgrade, but it would have been awkward. The Tice probably leaves. Thompson's just floating around there and then you don't have any front corner of the future. Unless you really think Vucevic is the guy of the future.
2: Daniel Tice Tice is done.
0: Yeah. So this is buying into Rob too, essentially, as we say, Rob is now the starting center on this team. There's no way around that. And he's going to play a substantial amount of minutes. They're going to ride his rise into the playoffs and they get a rotation guy in Wagner out of it. Save some money Tice is so tough to swallow, but like you said, it's taking that blanket away from uh, Brad, as Sherrod said. He can't lean on Tice anymore. you got to go all in on Rob here for the rest of the way, and if you sink, you sink, and if you swim, you swim. The binky is out.
1: The pacifier is officially out of the mouth, and we are riding and riding and dying with Time Lord for the rest of the season, which I'm completely fine with, as I've said. If you're looking to truly make a big, big splash and keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, Rob is your last—really, I wouldn't say your last. He's your only real asset that you have to do that. John, would you agree? I mean, if he continues to—you know—if he continues on this trajectory, here. I don't
2: think here, he's an asset anymore. I think he is a building block at this point, and I think but he's
1: still an He still has to be considered an asset if a superstar player becomes available. At least, sure. maybe they'll pick up the phone now. Sure, but now now
2: you're in an addition by – now you are in – before, look at it this way. When you had a Daniel Tice, you could say, I can live with Tice as my center because they did last year and they reached the conference finals, okay? And you can live with Tice as your center if you're strong everywhere else. So right now, because you're not strong everywhere else – now you can't you don't have that fallback anymore so if you trade tice is gone and if you trade williams now you have nothing in the middle and then you're going to be a team that's searching for that presence so yes while you could theoretically fold into a deal for somebody else it was easier before to have done something like that because tice was such a great fallback option he was a super cheap starting caliber center that fit the makeup of
1: this team I mean, with he the rope line up s- the way it was super cheap anymore and you don't have that anymore so um, his value was, was listen, he was, a, he was a good, fine, sturdy player. The value of him was his deal, which he will not, you're not going to get that contract next season. So they got out of it and they got a guy like I don't
2: think it was going to be that much more. Like I said, I, I surmised it was going to be two and 12. There's not a lot of cash given around it's next year. It's going
1: to be more than two and 12.
0: No way. Yeah. He's getting nine at, a year at least.
1: Only six million a year. Yeah, I mean, I don't like think he's said, gonna get eighteen, but I don't think he's going guys. Gonna get
2: six. Look, the look, the Baines. I know Baines has been awful this year, but I, the Baines deal was about six or seven per. I think that's what Tice is. In he's better that. than Baines. And again, he's better he than Baines. Depending on who you are and depending on what team. On the Celtics, when they had no true four, no true power forwards either, Tice had a huge value because he was, he, he, he was one of their better bigs. When you're stacking him up against other players, you're stacking him up against all fours and fives in the league, and you're telling me he's worth 18. To, like I said, Serge Ibaka got 10, got, got the mid-level. I think Tice comes in below that, especially in a year where there's not a lot of cash to be given around. I think he's a cheap and would have been a cheap resign. Um, of course he's better than Baines. What I'm saying is that's the money that a player like him is going to command because he's kind of a niche guy.
0: I think Chicago could keep him for ten a year or so, twelve a year. You know, yeah. you ultimately have to give a guy a little bump raise to keep him, and there's, he'll probably yeah. come to a fair price there. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. the two open market, twelve or two and fourteen is what he's going to get.
1: There's a report that 12, yeah. the that the Hornets want him too.
0: The they want Tice? Yeah, there'll be teams out there that'll give him a real offer. So all all a good of a team, time, no question about it.
1: Here we yeah. go, Oladipo to Miami for two names that you know well avery bradley and kelly, and kelly. Yep. yeah so there you go celtics A- could have had celtics could have had him if they just held on to their guys
0: <laughs> yeah no they would have had to trade kemba or smart or whoever else and that just wasn't worth it they, no one wanted Oladipo. what does that tell you guys the heat were able to get him for absolutely nothing we knew that was happening we knew he was going for nothing for 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 just salary matching i mean
2: and that there's a mean, reason
0: There's a reason that happened. He's not swinging the boundaries. There's a reason Kemba
2: wants to a Celtic, also.
0: Well, they could take nothing for him, too, which you seem to they think could is the have. Idea. I, don't think,
2: I don't think you could have given Kembo away for nothing.
0: You don't think the Clippers would have given you Beverly you and have Morris have and Kembo whoever? Nope. I think the Clippers would have taken him for nothing.
2: I, I don't other think teams have, as well. I don't think you could have given him away for nothing. But the
0: Clippers are either of R- Rondo or Walker.
2: It's not Rondo or Walker. It's $37 million versus $8 million. Seven, it's yeah. not
0: even close. Nobody's yeah, but you taken, get a much better player in Walker.
2: No, not for 30s. Not a, not a six times better player that chokes you and, and, and doesn't allow you to do anything else for the next three years. I mean, two years. Yeah, but it's, they're not
0: doing much else anyway. I mean, there were situations, teams, that would have made sense from that end. It's just the Celtics would have gotten nothing back which probably isn't still what they want to do. You can still get 25, 30 points on any given night from Walker, as they did last night. Yeah.
1: Man. You're
0: happy with Kemba, right, Jimmy?
1: Um, I'm happy with Kemba. I do recognize his flaws, and I recognize the risk associated with keeping him, um, not knowing where he's going to go health-wise with the knee. But I, I, I've already apologized for, you know, thinking that he would never be close to what we've seen him be. And he does have moments where he isn't, but I've seen enough where I'm not like concerned about his health right now. I just think that there's a fit issue going on and I don't necessarily blame Kemba Walker. I blame guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for just being impossible to like, they're just not adapting to guys around them. And think how many guys have come and gone. In this span, stars generally like to play with young guys, and and it's just not the case uh, yeah, right now.
2: It's just the it's just the money, guys. I, I think the Celtics, if they could have found a taker for Kemba, would have get uh, found a taker for Kemba. I think, yeah, well,
1: I think they for would sure. Have That's too. what I mean is,
2: I think they would if they could have given him away in an Depot type deal, they would have. Um,
0: so it looks like the Heat could be adding Aldrich as well, which has been floating around for yeah. a few weeks. Uh, yeah, here so, it goes.
1: The, the Heat are seen as a contender. The Celtics aren't. They're going to so, get the buyout guys. The Celtics won't. And that'll be
2: the end. Yeah. And look guys, at the end of the day, anybody who gets to go pick where they get to play and money doesn't even matter. They're going to, they're going to one of two places into New York to a New York team or to a Los Angeles team. I mean, that's just it. So it's Brooklyn and the two LA's are going to, and Miami. Those are the four, those are the four teams that are getting everything right now.
0: Um, so Miami sounds uh, nice. I'm interested Boston. to dive in the Wagner. I don't know a ton about them Wagner. I guess that's it. Uh, he, he'll be in the rotation. He's not going to start over Raw, but he's going to be important. He's going to have to play something close to Tice's level. Dumping Tice as a money dump, I know you think it's whatever, John, but Tice was a really it's not reliable whatever. three. I think the
2: Celtics got worse. Yeah, they, they, The Celtics got worse in the last 10 minutes, Bobby. There's no question about it.
0: Uh, so Mark Murphy thinks Jeff Teague and Jeff Green are headed out as well in this Daniel Tice deal. So roster Javonte spots will be opening. Green. Yeah.
1: We don't talk about Jeff Green anymore.
0: With Jeff Teague, I think that combined, Jeff Teague and Javante
1: Green. So three yeah, players going We don't now. talk about Jeff. We don't mention that. We'll bleep that The out Jeff
0: Teague then... experience is over. And John has time to apologize. That wait, is that,
1: that, wait, Teague is that? Wait, so I wasn't even listening to you. You said Teague, Teague's got traded?
0: Yeah, he's had enough. Fight. Oh, it's Javante Green.
1: Oh, wow. So two a roster of Can we get a quick moment of silence? Jeff Teague. That he tells. Started doing stuff. Couldn't even get a moment. Couldn't even get a moment.
0: That tells you Celtics are going to take a look a at moment. some buyout guys now. At least one. Oh, they're getting under yeah,
1: that. tackle. They're you they're look
2: at them like when you go to the zoo, you know, and you look at you look at <laughs> stuff. You can't touch it. You can't have it. You <laughs> yeah. can't take it home with you. Like yeah. they're not going to get anything. They're they're yeah exactly. They're, I uh, missed Jeff Teague already. Now I'm now I now I'm really upset. Today
1: today just got significantly worse than it was. Because of losing Jeff Teague. Javante Green, I think he was like probably going to be cut if he wasn't traded. So um, I don't really.
0: So that answers my question. That. I didn't think the Wagner or Wagner Tice swap got you under the tax. Teague Green and Tice gets you under. I, I, I just saw a Barron float that they're under now, but this deal gets you under 100%, over $3 million. Uh, but
1: what do you do? You just carry two runs? Thomas is what you do. Yeah, I got a little bit more TPE talk from B Rob. Celtics will likely create a new TPE with Daniel Tice. They I will be lucky using that one—a little teeny one, a little. They'll so be able to take one. Mo Wagner or Wagner, or whatever, into one of their smaller TPEs and create a new one worth five million dollars. I'm gonna call
2: him Kurt Wagner. Is that okay?
1: Sure, absolutely. Okay, just none nerd. of you guys
2: will get it. You have to be a you have to be a somewhat of a nerd to get it and. I am yeah, so, I'm not so, I'm like
1: a big jock, so that's okay. I don't get that stupid nerd stuff. The Star Wars doesn't Star Wars joke.
0: Yeah, like, close enough. Yeah. So what do you do? Two empty roster spots, you just carry that forever. I guess they don't need guys.
1: It's IT baby. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Could be ooh, Thomas. Ooh, Could be. Ooh,
1: ooh, let's start. Thank that. you. Somebody's let's got it. The that. walrus. Somebody's what? Oh the walrus. So, what
2: somebody got my Kurt Wagner. There we go.
1: Let's start an Isaiah Thomas to Boston rumor. There aren't enough of those, so we should start another one.
0: Yep. All right. Good day. I'm happy with today. Are you? The Tice one's tough to swallow, but I think it makes sense. And you know what? I'm with you guys. If that's how you want to do this Rob thing, have at it. I would have rather dumped Thompson than Tice. it's not how
2: I wanted to do Rob. I wanted Rob and Tice and Tristan to go out. That's what I wanted. Um, it didn't happen that way. Right, right. All three. No, I wanted Tice to remain and I wanted Tyson Rob to be the two bigs.
0: Oh yeah. And and, and would have been starting over Rob.
2: And dump, it doesn't matter. As long as you're only playing those two, and yeah, that's yeah. what you that's what you want. Tristan mucks it up by eating into those minutes and causing a, you know, a rotation and I would always rather I'm almost always rather Tyson or, or Rob be in the game than Tristan. Um so <laughs> that's that's mainly it it was a it was a redundancy and something that i don't think made them better in any real way it's nice to have a big kind of big body in there when you need it but thompson was getting beat up you know by bigger more physical centers anyway so it wasn't making a he wasn't making an impact
0: so here's the question when the celtics play the bulls again (laughs) are celtics fans gonna say tice is getting screwed by the calls (laughs)
2: So I, I, I have not been on Celtics Twitter yet, but I am, I, I'm guessing like like if losing smart would be like a 10 on the, you know, kind of like emotional meter of like, you know, how Celtics fans feel about their irrationally love their players. Tice is what, like a six? Like the Tice love among what? Celtics fans. Who's a one? Huh? Jeff Who Teague. Thompson and, Thompson and Teague are ones. Teague is
1: not a one for me.
2: You what I'm saying is people love Tice. Love 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 Tice.
1: Irrationally, yeah.
2: I'm saying that's what I said on the irrational love scale. Right. right. Yeah, 6 is Start fair. 11, is fair. Tice is like a 7.
0: So let's yeah, let's
2: seven. let's really
0: look at 8. Yeah. Who's let's eight? really well, look back on what Tice did.
1: Romeo is a 9 for you. If they traded Romeo today, I think it'd be, it'd be a puddle of tears on the floor.
2: I'm to the Romeo era is yet is just about to begin. That's why that's they're that's why point, they're John.
1: creating roster spots here because they know they're gonna get Romeo back.
2: Just do it. <laughs> Don't worry about this year. Second unit, smart, Romeo, Nismith, letterfly. Just go. That's just it. play Pritchard. Pritchard smart, Romeo, Niesmith. And and I guess at this point, Tristan. Fine. Oh, Go thank up. the Lord, Wagner. Teague's
0: gone. I don't think I emphasize that enough. Like, finally, we don't have to deal with the Pritchard's going to be playing over Teague now. Thankfully, I we we kicked around this little sadly, thing for a Teague week.
2: Was, sadly, Teague was giving
0: you. Oh something. no, we, no. We kicked around that. Oh yeah, did the two Getting to the free throw line, something nobody on this team does. Yeah. T- All right, great. So funnel them twenty minutes of ball time to get the best of that. They, tell there was no way
2: Teague was Semi's going right out away. in the deal too. Is that right? What is Semi going out in that deal too? Wouldn't
0: no, be surprising.
1: I didn't
2: see that, I didn't see
1: that. but Are uh, you I. You listening to the commenters again?
2: I've seen a couple people throwing out Semi. One of them is my guy Julian here, and I, he's not. He's not a. He's not no. a sensationalist here. I don't see that. I, I see green and I okay. see green.
0: Yeah, you might have mixed Green and Augilet up. No, he's saying Green and Augolet.
2: I and again, I I I'm not sure.
1: Well no, I don't know. Aldridge is finalizing a contract buyout. I'm just seeing that right now. Yep. Aldridge, Drummond. I guess Aldridge wouldn't be shocking. What
2: what wouldn't be shocking? Uh, as a Celtic buyout candidate? <laughs> Because again, all of these, all of these top teams, they can only buy out so many different guys. If you're looking at Otto Porter, you're looking at Drummond. You're going to look at Aldridge. I mean, how many buyouts per team are you getting? One or two? You know, like there's a shot if there's six, seven, eight guys out there that they could land somebody.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like Aldridge is in play, but not just
2: a winner. A guy needs to. The other thing I should say, I'll amend what I said earlier. Teams want to ride the bus, you know, and jump onto the jump onto a bandwagon and get a title. But there's other guys playing for that next contract that need to go to a situation where they can be used. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, you know, that, that that that's part of the equation too. If you can go and show that you're worth something, um, you know, maybe that's it. But we'll see. We'll see. Anything else we're seeing here, guys? Before we shut it down? No, no. I, the, no
0: the guy that's me. been kicked around for weeks and weeks though is Drummond and. They, they can't escape that name. Multiple people keep saying the Celtics have wanted him. It feels like he's heading to L.A., but now the space isn't there in L.A. for him. There possibly could have been with the Larry deal. Uh, Miami, the Nets, I guess the Nets are still possible, but Celtics could theoretically start him right now with Tice out the door. Uh, Thompson still in the fold. That will be a tough one to get around at this point, but I'll be watching that one. And then if not, you're right, John, Auto Porter would be the guy you look to next. Another wing, a guy who would help quite a bit. You, Keith, you th-
2: yeah, Keith just tweeted Celtics with an will hit the buyout market with an eye on the two guys I just mentioned, Aldridge and Porter. So again, we'll see what that means but and what eye on it means. It really doesn't matter who the Celtics have an eye on. It matters whether or not they want to come here. But those are both names to watch to watch for here.
0: Yeah, so, if you had if you had Porter, Fournier, and Wagner, that's a real good midseason net upgrade, I think.
1: I guess. Oh Teague, boy. Bobby, you're trying
0: we- really hard, huh?
1: Yeah. According to uh, Jared Weiss, Teague is actually was actually part of the Fournier trade, um, and he's been told he doesn't have to report to the Magic and will be waived. So. <laughs>
0: Thanks for your services in the NBA, Jeff Teague. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: So at the end of the day, it goes to uh, 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 Gordon Hayward for Gordon Hayward, Jeff Teague, Javante Green, Daniel Tice, two second round picks for Tristan Thompson, Evan Fournier, Mo Wagner,
1: and that's it. Right? That's what we got? Guess so. That's the deal. That's, That's your dead that is right in line with the with the deadline. That's a deadline deal right there. Just stamp deadline deal right on that trade. Still I'm still getting
2: sense stuff here. Let's see what this says before we wrap it. Magic, the magic will receive okay, yep. Magic received teague and two second round picks from the Celtics. Okay. Yep, as, as you just mentioned there. Yep.
1: Yep, exactly. They, to give, they had to actually give second round picks to, to get rid of Teague with it. Will be straight Wade.
0: additional second rounders no there were no, second no. rounders going there to begin with
1: right but also team
0: okay well this is pretty sad if you
2: think about where they were in the offseason to now uh
0: yeah but it's better than usually grant what we've been going through i was gonna lose my mind on the air here today if we were destined to watch that into the playoffs and the rest of the season double big they have a more normal team they have better talent
2: bobby is it not very clear that um a lot of this again was about bookkeeping um as much as it was uh improvement at this point so um you know
0: no fournier was the improvement i was happy with that move and then you got to do what you got to do on the other end of that now we just get to see where Rob brings this team. Does he elevate them? Are you guys going to be vindicated? Defense is worse, Bobby.
2: Uh, Fournier is not a great defensive player, and you lose Tice here too. So um, it's. Mm-hmm. It, but what if they, Rob
0: solidifies it?
2: We'll see. I mean, there's times where again you're you know there's there's reasons why Tice is a better matchup against people than uh great. than than Rob. So uh, we'll it's see well, again. Yeah. Positives Maybe. here. There's there's obvious positives. Fournier is the type of player that you needed and it cost you nothing. Absolutely, um, moving out Tice opens up the Rob Williams era, which I think is a positive thing. Tr- clearing out some of these other people like Atigue and Javante means more minutes, hopefully, for uh, for uh, developmental players. Right. And maybe it means they're not necessarily worried so much about this year. And again, I would be perfectly fine if they spend the rest of the year playing guys like you know the rotation with. Neesmith and Romeo and these guys and see what you have. in them. if the answer is you have nothing, then you have nothing. But at this point you risk and lose nothing. You got to find out, you, you find out. Uh, heading because you need to find out heading into the off season, what you need right. and what you want. And if you don't give them a chance right now, because you're hunting wins and trying to sneak it. Wh- Here's the thing. When it comes to tanking, tanking is an organizational thing. It's not a team thing. If you play the players that you have on your roster and you just end up losing, that's not bad, and that's not tanking. Absolutely play these guys right now, and if you lose and fall into the lottery, that's not the worst thing in the world. And if you develop these guys along the way and they show you something, that's also a pretty good thing. So I'm fine with going with that at this point and seeing what these guys have and putting them in the second unit and just live with it. Um, And if this season ends up being a bust – So be it. It can't be worse than it is right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I I agree with you to to an extent. I do think that you you don't want to be playing guys that are not even contributing to, you know, positive results or wins because then you start to get, you know, you might find some issues with Brown and Tatum and, 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 you know, Kemba to an extent where it's like, you know, what are we doing here? Play the guys that are going to help us win. We still want to win. Like we're fighting for a playoff. We're fighting for, you know, if they are actually fighting for any sort of Pride that they have, and if they are trying to fight for a playoff spot, you want to play those young guys and develop them. But you're still looking to win games. Now it seems like both are going to have to happen because they're they are you know opening up those spots. So if Romeo does actually exist and he is alive and he's not just somebody uh, you know on strings, and we will actually see him this year, then great. You definitely want to play him over like Javante Green or a Jeff T. You know, same with same with Neesmith, same with Pritchard. You want to see these guys in there over those veterans or those guys that you don't necessarily think that they have a, like a long future with this team or they don't have much value. At the very least, you can drop some value for some of these guys for the rest of the season. And maybe in the off season, again, you have another, you know, somewhat of a, of an asset, maybe not a major one, but maybe Neesmith or maybe Romeo are worth a little bit more to a team than they are now, which is basically zero. Uh,
2: a again, lot of I'm, people on timeline here are really loving Wagner
0: here, Bobby. So uh, yeah. And hard, I'm... Right. From what He's, I hear. and so you gotta consider too. Who knows what he actually brings to the table, skill wise mm-hmm. here? But it's sick going from six eight ties, six nine ties to six eleven, real seven foot power center there in the backcourt. So he doesn't
2: play uh, huge, um, and he you know he was a guy who actually shot it and shot it uh, you know before getting to the NBA. But his per- his percentages um, have not been great. So um,
1: yeah, there's uh, a chance Murphy. he just fades here. Mark Murphy, source says backup big Luke Cornett or Cornett is also coming from Chicago as part of three-team deal. So another backup big coming in that in that Great. deal. Great. Never mm-hmm. heard of him. I don't know if that's a dude that he might just be getting cut. I have no idea. But that's yeah. just what Murphy just, re, just tweeted. So All right. Well, Let's we'll see what that. happens.
2: We, we've gone a bit. We're, we're 90 minutes here. And I think at this point, I, I'm confident. Um, you know, we we said it at three. The Celtics were done making their moves, but there was possibly some um, bookkeeping to come out. We're seeing the extent of that now, which looks like Tice is gone, uh, Javante is gone, Teague is gone, um, uh, Wagner is here. So, wow, Luke Cornette seven thing.
0: two, huh? Luke Cornette seven two. Yep, cool. Wow, okay.
1: Hey, I wanna I wanna read this tweet that I got. In summary, Rockets trade James Harden. Rockets get. Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, Dante Axum, I don't even know to, Rad, Radians.
0: Kurek's, yeah,
1: yeah, Keurik's late first round pick in swaps. That's oh, a tough. That's Burnett a tough, went to
0: Vanderbilt, buddy for Neesmith.
1: That's a tough haul for uh for Oh yeah? Garden. people they are mad on. at me
0: about Neesmith. Can't they I? Why can't
1: who? I talk
2: about a guy we drafted 14th and see whether or not he could play? What's wrong with that?
1: Nothing's wrong with it. We're come on. I'd rather talk about Neesmith than Romeo until let's we see if the guy can Romeo. play.
2: Let's see if they can play. If they and if they can't, fine. Yeah, agree. Move Blue on.
0: Cornet's another. Who, do you want
2: to see more, who would you rather see at this point? you guys want to see more semi? Have it. You guys can have it. <laughs> no, yeah. the
0: Celtics are <laughs> indisputably <laughs> a better team here. here? And John, I, th- I John think people... posting
1: John's posting comments onto the screen so that he can get mad.
2: Get upset. No, I think people are get we we came into the state. People call me out on stuff. I don't mind posting it. I'm not trying to hide the comments. People are yelling at me about it. Fine, done. We we came well, no, into this
0: how we many came into I'm, this show. All we the came channel, came okay. this, We came into the show satisfied with the Fournier move. <laughs> and just because Tice got outletted and this and that, all of a sudden that sours the day all that much. It's still the same thing. They're a better team, they're deeper. They have more concrete rotations and they've dumped some of the just unproductive minutes that Stevens has continued to hang on here. People should be thrilled about this day. And I don't think people should be pumped. It breaks a tab. Not
2: thrilled, but it was fine. And this is exactly
0: what you guys wanted.
2: What I'm saying is I understand Bobby. I see it two ways. Okay. I, I think, I think it's not a bad day for the Celtics because I think this was reasonably what you were, what they were going to do which was and I think Fournier is the best player you could have possibly gotten while giving away next to nothing and they did it cuz again the TPE is nothing so you gave away nothing and that's fine you got a very capable player who's going to help this team now and then beyond that I don't know that you got anything else the rest was just maneuvering okay I'm not going to mm-hmm. say anything that happened in the last 20, 30 minutes here after that deadline passed makes them better per se. Okay. But right. they're better now. There's some flexibility to do some things in the off season. Theoretically, you still have smart and $11 million worth of a TPE. If you want to the- do something there. I don't know. I mean, smart. Now you have to figure out what you're going to do. He's got with his contract coming up. Um, I, you've, you've got the kids to develop. Maybe they turn into assets. I don't know, but I don't know how you say it. it's a slam dunk. Good day, Bobby. At the end of the day, the the net haul here is for is a, is Fournier, um, which is fine. Um, I think makes them better today, but we don't know much about what this team is going to look like after this season because there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks. I think a lot of people were hoping the Gordon thing, Bobby, was going to make you have something that you knew you could count on for a couple of years, and that would help you give time to reset and decide where you were going to go from there. They don't have that. They're very much changing on the fly and they enter the off season, not knowing what they're going to be doing. Right? Like you don't know anything here. You have no certainties. You don't know what you do with smart. You don't know what you do with Fournier. Um, they're going in. They could theoretically lose everybody. <laughs> so uh, it's really hard to judge this right now.
0: Yeah. There was a cost to doing nothing though. And that possibly could have been a significant portion or all of the TP. So you lose nothing here again, but what
2: you do lose is what Jimmy was saying prior to this, Bobby uh, all, all year long was, you made this deal now, and it makes you better now. But if Fournier walks and you gave away the TPE, you've now lost that leverage as well to be able to make a trade in the offseason. So if there are trades available and what's standing in the way is money, and you gave it away on Fournier, who you're not going to resign, we're going to look back on this and say, why didn't they do nothing? So it is it is always unclear. available. It's if crooked. we don't know, it's, just, it's really hard to gauge this pressure to do something now you could, it's the same thing. They used the they used the TP they used the mid level on Tristan, and that's the reason they're hard capped, which limited their flexibility to make trades now. So you got to be careful about reacting to something right here because that's there's true. still there's a lot that is going to happen. And if you end up in the offseason you're like, we can't make this move because we don't have any flexibility because we're hard capped and we can't sign and trade. That people will be looking ultimately, back. Ultimately, why didn't they save the full eight million?
0: You know? Ultimately, the only moves that would be made down the line or made now would involve Jalen Brown or Robert Williams. So that's still all on the table. And Rob could potentially become more valuable in the wake of these moves. So you put yourself in a better position there. And as you say, who knows if Rob for Vucevic was even a guarantee? I, like, like Orlando said, maybe- could have had deep reservations about him, concerns, and that wouldn't have got them anywhere. No,
1: but we're just saying if... You know, time that's the hell. only deal that was on the
0: table today. That's but the only thing that is was worth it.
1: That's the point is maybe it, they will find out if they would have been better off making no deals.
0: If they did nothing, this season would have cratered in a way you would not Who have cares? believed.
1: <laughs> it might still. The hell it do we know? It might still. That's the thing <laughs> is. The, then you, you lose your coach. You lose year, your four
0: players possibly.
2: Improving this year was not so. important. What's important is that you set yourself up to be able to do more things down the road. Okay. Back I don't know. Before. The last
0: two weeks were spent saying, is this the, can Brown and Tatum even get it done or should they move on from them? And when you get to that that's point,
1: still a question. Nothing. I don't changed. think that's a question at all.
0: You, you're in that camp.
1: I'm in the camp of, I question everything. That's the camp I'm in. And I don't put anybody on, on a pedestal or untouchable or all this stuff. There are plenty of issues with Tatum Brown, Brad, you go down the line and there is a problem with smart. You can keep talking about these guys. Nobody on this team is LeBron James. Okay. Nobody is Kevin Durant. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to question everything and everybody until I'm proven otherwise. Trading for Evan Fournier today. Great. You made a deal and you're better this you're better than you were.
0: You're significantly better. You are, you're not you significantly are, you're, better. You're just you are, better.
2: You're a first round exit still this year because there's four teams clearly better than you. Right now, if you have to fall. Bobby,
1: you go on the show and say how but, awful it is to be stuck in mediocrity. Guess what? All they've done is cemented themselves probably as a playoff team.
2: Realistically, right? They're cemented as a playoff team, and realistically, they might lose in six in the first round instead of five. Like, it's not right. a huge difference. the The, the goal was well, well now get you, you give now
0: round. you give yourself a chance, and all you lose is two picks from Mike. 16 to 18.
2: It's fine, but you could, lose the, flexi- you could lose the flexibility to have used the full yeah, TPE right. for something exactly. of value in That's the off season. That's
1: what it is. So
2: you or- cannot judge this until you realize what could have been available later and you don't know, which was always the risk.
0: As far as $28 million goes, it wasn't there in the offseason. Between the hard cap, we between don't know. what was potentially going to be. I mean, throw a name out there. You almost say no to everybody. That would matter. Real, no. Cat, No. We don't know. Uh, no, you know the money we'll just didn't out. work. We yeah, don't the, know. We'll find
1: out this offseason who becomes available that would have fit under that TPE. We, we won't and know. Theoretically, could have been traded. We, There's a lot of guys traded
0: know. today we didn't think were happening. Right. So well, we I, I was I was the king of the Vucevic train. So if they if they could have made that happen, I'm obviously frustrated with that. But for some <laughs> reason or another. Chicago came through there with an offer that Orlando liked more. Again,
2: they are unquestionably at the moment a better team simply because they acquired Fournier for nothing, and then the Tice-Wagner thing is not going to make them depreciably better. But we'll see whether or not, in the long run, this is a positive move for the franchise, which I think is more important than whatever it is that they've made for improvements this year. And now you're
1: looking for guys. The other thing is this now. Now you're looking for guys to step up now, right? Like you're looking for Pritchard to step up without – We joke about Teague, but he was giving you some solid minutes and some solid, you know, solid presence out there. You need somebody to fill those minutes. Um, You know that that's one position. Your brain on a new player like Fournier. There's going to be a little bit of growing pains now with this team. Um, When you can't just stick a guy, you know, just sticking a guy in the middle of a lineup that already is off to begin with, isn't just going to be a seamless transition. So I'm, you know, it's it's one thing to add a good player like Fournier. It's another thing to see how they all fit together with no practice and none of that stuff going on. So yeah, on paper, I'll say this too.
0: I'll say this too. There's a chance for Tristan Thompson redemption and he needs to get it together. No, I'm not saying like that's going to happen. He needs to make it happen based on what's happened here. Like he was out of town. If they potentially could have made that happen and it feels like no one wanted him. So out of necessity, they had to move Tyson instead. And now Thompson's going to lock in. That's exactly what happened. He has certainly lost his starting job at this point, rightfully so, because of stuff we talk about off the court, but also the on-court production. So he's going to have to come out with the second unit somehow, find a way to be a world beater, and really make yeah. an impact with that unit.
2: Signing Thompson cost, us t- cost, cost the Celtics ties, is what happened. And now you question whether or not just would have been better not signing him at all. And the answer yeah. is absolutely would have been better. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Hopefully Abs- this is a wake-up call for him. The playoffs will
2: decide that. It won't because it doesn't matter because this team isn't going anywhere, Bobby. So it doesn't matter if he plays well enough to give them a slight boost in the playoffs. This season is useless. So this cost you Tice. Having Tristan cost you Tice. That having was potentially
0: what the move you, was going to be from the beginning. Anyway, having
1: yep. having Fournier cost, right. cost you it was Tice two year deal, and Tice was up. Yep. having Fournier just cost you Tice, right? I
0: mean, yep. so I still and you might you might say they not may not be able to go back there, but the biggest reason I supported the Thompson move as as strongly as I did is because the lasting image of that game six, which the Celtics were in, was Tice fouling out early in the fourth and they looked at Rob, and they didn't believe in him, and Grant ended up playing that game out, and he didn't have it either. So if they can somehow get back to that position, guys step up. Fournier is a huge impact, and you get to a matchup where Thompson and Rob now at this point, or stepped up Rob, can be a much better front court than last year. I still believe in that, all collectively being an upgrade. I love Tice, but the limitations cost him last year. I keep... The fact that he got them in the East finals is a substantial achievement because they had lost Horford and they had nothing left behind them. But there were real limitations with him too that they tried to address with Thompson, and hopefully well, Wagner will help out a little bit with John, him. John, you hey, can always be re- signed twice in the offseason. Go ahead.
1: Do we have the capabilities to put up a Wagner like highlight reel and, and comment on it as we're watching it? Well, I, I
2: could, agree. but I'd have to do it from it, sadly. Um, just the so, browser that I'm on right now. The vi- <laughs> We'll the video- work that in. The video's wonky, but I we can do it heading into tomorrow, okay? All right, that works. Yeah. The,
1: um,
0: Mo Wagner.
1: I'd like to I think Mo Mo Wagner might he might have cult status possibilities here.
0: Yeah. The problem with him is he's been on a bad Lakers team, he's been on a bad Wizards team and he can't break through. So Well, now I he's don't on know. a bad Celtics
1: team, so he should oh, fit yeah. right in. <laughs> no, I mean I mean I so is these that, guys was- showing up
0: tomorrow, that's always the big question. I feel like Fournier should be able to, which is all that really matters here. Uh, Thompson's probably still out. So you're lining up against Giannis and the Bucks tomorrow with Fournier in tow. And Rob starting and ready to take on that Giannis responsibility and whatever else is required there. This is... I mean, you guys want to see? their 35 minutes of Rob him starting. Well, don't he? Say. He has made some We want more Rob.
1: We wanted more Rob, and it sounds like we're going to get more Rob. No, but, but at least for tomorrow, no, it,
0: at least for tomorrow they're going to need that, unless Grant can step in and play a little bit, which oh, you that's know he did, a, that's what's he did
1: happen. That's what's going to happen.
0: He know. did a good job yesterday, but no, that you're getting at least 30 minutes of Rob tomorrow, and all the different things we talk about, whether it's the coverage stuff whether it's positioning, not following, all these little things that they've been able to deal with because he's in a bench role, because his minutes have been limited. That's going to be on display in crunch time. That's going to be on display for much larger segments of games. Yeah, so it's sink or swim now. I mean, that's probably going to cost you some games. It's probably going to win you some games in these spots, but he'll be able to work through the flow of it and hopefully he comes out on the other side, come playoff time, a better player for it. They got, what, like 26 games left, give or take? So... Yeah. It's it, this is his time to really get comfortable with that starting role it's
1: about time
2: okay we will see what happens again um, we are pretty much done so again just let you guys know um, thanks for hanging uh, follow us on twitter yeah. subscribe to our youtube uh, channels if you haven't already this is a massively successful um, live stream with ton of uh, viewers ton of commenters we love all mm-hmm. of you We'd love to have all of you back. This is a huge, big audience here. We do post game shows after every single game. So by all means, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channels and um, you will get notified. You know, turn on your notifications when we go live. Every single game, we're live for at least an hour, usually, talking about the games. Uh, Jimmy Toscano here, formerly of NBC Sports, Uh, Bobby Manning, uh, Celtics Blog, Boston Sports Journal, CLNS Media, myself, uh, Josue Pavone, Heavy.com, and CLNS Media. A. Sherrod Blakely, uh, who everybody knows, of course, uh, also will be heavily involved in the show. Uh, Sherrod was, uh, both were tied up today and that's totally fine, but we will have all of these guys, um, um, you know, back, uh, for the games tomorrow and throughout the rest of the season, we have an amazing sponsor starting up with this next week. And it's going to be a really cool thing that is also going to involve, um, the viewers and the fans where you get to chat with us and do different things. So, um, nice. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more next week, uh, which is cool, but we love, uh, all of you guys. So thank you. Even the guys who think we're idiots. And I know there's plenty of you out there. Thank um, you for that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: keep my haters busy, you know, I got to keep, keep giving them a reason to get up in the morning.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Um, so right. Exactly. Uh, Bobby, I think Bobby, Bobby, I think actually fell asleep. Yep. He's nodding off. Oh, yeah. He
1: was up late last night editing editing our show from last night.
2: Doing a lot of stuff. So we got a lot of work still to do today. Uh, also, Nick. Of course, Nick. Nick. Sorry.
1: Oh, Nick's boomer. always
2: going to be. Nick
1: the Boomer. I wonder
0: what Nick thought of the deadline. He
2: probably I'm surprised, through it. Nick. No, just kidding. Just kidding, Nick. I don't believe this guy
0: hates Jimmy. I believe you love Jimmy.
1: I know. I think he probably hates me.
0: A lot that of people.
1: Usually, usually when people say they hate me, they, they mean it.
0: There are some strong John haters, there's some strong people who hate me, and there's some strong Jimmy haters in there. Joe is the only guy who's able to keep a, a mellow uh, reception in the yeah. comment section. I've, I've never seen anyone hate Joe Sway.
1: Well, he, Joe Sway needs to dive in well, a little bit, maybe. He needs to get in the mud more. He's He is pretty, uh, Joe Sway is pretty lovable.
2: But he's <laughs> got to get in the mix, okay? Why do people hate us? 'Cause we say stuff. They they strongly
1: disagree. Because we're with. polarizing. Not everyone hates me, believe it or not. Some people love me. My mom, yeah. my dad.
0: What do I say that's worth hating? Come on. I Job. wanna give up all of picks. Bad takes, just really bad takes.
1: Just yeah, it's it's just more like everything you say is wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the way you look, your hats.
1: <laughs> yeah. Your Al Horford jersey. I think that, that gets people off on the wrong foot right off Some the people bat.
0: want to use the T P on Horford. Would you rather have Fournier or Horford?
1: Fournier, definitely. There you go. I'll, like I said, I'll always take
2: the wing, um, and a guy, and a three-level scorer. Um, thank you, thank you. you guys. know, before before anything else, there. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, if those are the options, and honestly, not to toot our own horns, but I think we nailed this deep. We nailed this TPE to it to a T. No pun intended. We nailed exactly the type of player they were going to get in it, and they did. So that's why we're not. That's Bobby. That's why we're not upset today, because we yeah. knew we knew what was we knew. It right. Doesn't necessarily mean that we're pumped that oh they got Evan Fournier. They're so much better today. You know they're better because they brought in a player for nothing. But I don't think that was Danny's Danny's intention. Hey, well, we to all get better today.
0: We all came into this saying keep Hayward, and for some reason or another that wasn't an option. I feel like they could have done it if they had the chance to. Uh, and then the next step beyond that was McDermott and Turner. I guess that would have been good. They probably you would have guess? you've already a apologized.
1: Bit. We've already apologized for being wrong on
0: that. Yeah, for sure. Because you get two rotation guys and all they got here was one. Uh, I so... like lovable idiots.
1: <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> they, they gam- us.
0: They gambled on getting better than Turner and McDermott and they ultimately didn't. So that there's what
1: happened. I consider myself, you know, like all those crazy investors right now that don't really know anything, but they they just keep keep talking about it like the Reddit people. That's kind of like me with, with basketball and the Celtics. I don't claim to know what the hell I'm doing or what I'm talking about, but it's not going to stop me from investing in the team. So that's why I would sum it up. And that's why Rob is Rob Stunk.
0: Oh, man. I'm so glad we get to finally – have that full experience now and just John see posting where it goes comments
1: about himself saying that he's the best just everyone no, i i the last two i just posted with it
2: john's an idiot and i hate him the most <laughs> and, and, and go ahead and post this coward i'm no coward
0: so 7 30 tomorrow the debut of rob as celtic starter on rob espn Stark
1: only goes up yeah. oh espn tomorrow absolutely love it that's when he shines
0: Yep. Doris Burke, he played pretty Rob. good yesterday. Doris, Doris loves Burke
1: him. loves Rob, so if she loves Rob, I love
0: All right, him. that's it. We did four weeks of trade ideas and screaming and yelling about the deadline, and now we can just talk about the team again. <laughs> Finally.
2: What's <laughs> <laughs> so funny is like I'm sitting here mainlining coffee. I'm the opposite of that, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Last oh, last few games me. I couldn't even really focus on the that game. Reminds me, so tomorrow we have to our show.
1: I'm opening a pack of Top Shot cards tomorrow on the show live. So if you are a Top Shot fan, I got myself a pack and I will be opening it towards the end of the show. So a little teaser. I have no idea what I'm gonna get. I have, you know. So be. are those?
0: I know a lot of those are worth a lot of money. But are they? Could you open that and have it be like Mo Wagner?
1: Uh- <laughs> I look to see, like, what cards are available in this pack. I didn't see Mo on it. But, yeah, there are some players that you're going to get that aren't going to really be worth much. But I could get a Zion Williamson tomorrow, for, scoring his 1,000th point. could be low serial number, and I could immediately sell it and make thousands of dollars on it. So, I hope it's not
0: Carson Edwards' eight preseason threes.
1: <laughs> I don't know if he made the uh, top shot cutoff. I did see a Tatum and a Brown in, in, in this pack, so that's possible. There's oh, all right. Options. The and na- I've never opened one before. I don't own any. And I All right. the, to night, be honest, the nightcrawler don't care era much about begins. It. Nightcrawler? Is that his nickname?
2: No, that's Kurt Wagner. That was a reference I made. That's oh, that's right. Nightcrawler for the X-Men. His actual uh I gotta get this
0: name, name right. Is, I'm so bad with names. It's Kurt I Wagner. Yeah.
1: I kinda like Night I I wouldn't mind calling Mo Mo Wagner the Nightcrawler.
0: Celtics
2: Twitter should have picked it up already. If not, we'll put it out there.
0: I hope he finds a way to play. There's a real <laughs> chance he could just never play ever. We're
1: gonna break down. We're gonna break down Mo Wagner highlight reel um, on tomorrow's show too, if John. If John can figure out how to do that, we'll do that. Oh, too. I can. Like I said, it'll be like um, remember that TV show um, something like Three Thousand where they just would watch awful movies and comment on them. It's like on the Sci-Fi Channel. Damn it, I'm blank- blanking on the name of it. But they would watch like the worst movies in the world and comment on them live. Yeah, like the So the,
0: the final details of the trade, just to wrap this up, are Wizards getting some guy named Gafford and some guy named Hutchinson. Celtics get Luke Cornett and Mo Wagner. Uh, Bulls get Tice, Green, Troy Brown, and uh, like a million bucks from Boston.
1: Yep. million bucks. Good. Give it to Wick. According to John, he could use it.
0: No, a million bucks is going to the Bulls from oh, Wick. Oh, no.
1: Oh, that's... That's heavy. That's that's deep into the pockets. There. <laughs> like we <laughs> said, <has> hurt. <laughs>
0: fans are back next week. You gotta you gotta buy fans tons here. of concessions. Fans are here. in
2: the garden tonight.
0: No, yeah, uh, Bruins
2: yes, game. Oh, for, for Bruins, Bruins.
0: Yeah.
1: Fans are in oh, the awesome. tonight, which also is very watch. cool. Tickets aren't uh, like that crazy, like one hundred fifteen so, bucks. Since we there? have
2: you guys, any Bruins fans out there? We have a Bruins YouTube channel, Bruins Rinkside. Okay, sign up for that as well. We've got stuff after every single game. Um, and so, uh, by all means, check that one out. Also, Patriots fans, a Patriots YouTube channel. Um, big Patriots channel, ton of content, ton of podcasts, daily content just flooded with it. So, um, if you have, uh, if the Celtics have got you down a little bit and you're looking for a distraction, again, you got the Bruins, uh, and we've got, uh, Patriots content, of course, on CLNS Media. We're at the two hour mark. Time to go. It's hot in this room. I'm sweating, as a couple people have pointed out. Um,
1: you look, yeah. You look, you look uh, a little red, a little red in the face. I can't
2: regulate the heat in here. I'm in my office, and I had to close every door because at one at noon I had kit like three year old walking in. <laughs> Someone yeah. was
0: peeking through the window. There was an another hand drawn in the
2: face because <laughs> I got twins. So if you're wondering, like they're everywhere, they're everywhere. Um, so it's hotter. <laughs> falls in here, so I gotta go. Yeah, uh, okay. uh,
0: was today Greek Independence
2: Day? or Was today it is yesterday? Greek
0: Independence Day? Ecos- anything <laughs> good? Anything good going on? You got any good food or?
2: I have done nothing but this today. Uh, I've done nothing but look ha- at Twitter and talk to you.
1: Happy Greek Independence Day. And maybe we're going to get some, um, we might get some French followers now that we, we're bringing in a Frenchman. In uh, We
2: like Hawaii. that too. Um, yep. And so we're happy we got a German.
1: Well, we, we traded Germans. Um, we did. Flipped a couple of Germans today. We, we, we had a Canadian
0: and Tristan in Thompson remains. Yep. True. Um, so that's good. Again, thank you guys
2: for watching. Um, we'll be back tomorrow night. Um, that's it. This is your Celtics team. We'll see if we see some of the new guys tomorrow. Uh, we did get a really sad tweet from Gary Washburn a short while ago. Um, the Celtics all kind of said bye to uh, Tice and Teague and Javante as they were heading out to practice. They, said Tatum,
0: they Tatum really loved Javante Green. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one for him.
2: I know. So those guys are gone. Oh. Uh, we'll see what happens. But thank you very much, guys. We'll see you guys later.